Yeah. Yeah. Turn this shit up. Yeah. Hey. And I'm the only rich nigga I know. I smoke real good weed while my eyes low. You ain't mine, but you be all on my mind, though. I hit Miami when I wanna feel the vibes, though. Yeah. I do this shit with my eyes. Rosie Thick Podcast, episode 154. That was the homie Wallace A. Foreign. Y'all make sure y'all go check out Wallace's new song, Foreign. That shit is hard as a motherfucker. It's your boy, Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy D-Wiz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang slash Icy Gang, Icy Rain, is in the mother fucking building. This is episode 154. You see me rocking Pulp Fiction shirt. Shout out to my guy, Quentin Tarantino, the legend. I am joined as always by my co-host to the left, Mr. Brooklyn. And to the bottom, we got my brother Doom in the building. Uh, Brooklyn, I got it down pack. I got a point this way because the camera coming. I, I hey, got it. We good. I see you, baby. Look, you on the road, baby. Look, ain't no butter necessary. I see you, baby. You out here in these streets. How you doing this week, my brother? I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. You know what? You know I say? Another day, yeah. another dollar. Another Doom, day, how you doing, dollar, baby? Killing. Doom, my brother, what's good? Uh, Durag Doom. Uh, yeah, Ava- avocado back. Doom. We out here. Avocado <laughs> Toast Doom. Yeah, baby. Avocado Toast Doom. Durag Doom is back in a building. What's good, man? How y'all feeling? Cool. I can't complain. Yo, I, I, I'm, I, I, say, I tweeted this, but this is more so like something for you. Man, I went back to that Brent Fires album. Best R&B album out this year. Man, I've been trying to tell y'all. Man, it, man. Bro, it's so good. It's so damn good. Like, I've been keeping for Brent since his first album. Like, man, his I got to... Bro. You was you right, Doom. I, I can't even lie. You was right when we were cut, when we uh, reviewed this. I, was, I said it was good, but I wasn't this hype on it. This shit is incredible, bro. Literally from Skyline, Clouded, Been Away, Fuck the World, Let Me Know, Soon As I Get Home, Rehab, Bluffing. The only song I don't like is Lost Kids Get Money. That's the only one I don't like, but that shit's still yeah. hard. Yeah. It's hard, but I feel like it didn't it didn't match with the rest of the album. I yeah. definitely feel what you you're saying. No, everything it's hard, else. Bro. It's hard. Everything else had like a specific vibe, and Lost Kids was right. like his kind of like his pop song. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I know they always talking about, you know, they always talk about all the uh all the toxic men out there, but I don't know if anybody listened to the lyrics because right one of the he, he Woo, this nigga toxic, baby, but yeah. that shit sound good. It sound good, though. Brent is super toxic, bro. <laughs> super toxic. And I got to say, the weekend after hours, me and Crystal was arguing about this. We're not arguing. We was just discussing it because he, because I said I don't really like the album, bro. I can't say an album is hard if I only like one, two, three, four songs. I legit only like yeah. four songs on the weekend album. Alone Again, the intro, Snow Child, Escape from L.A., and Faith. That's it, Doom. I don't, I, that album yeah. is not good to me. See, this way I'm torn on the weekend shit though. It's cause you you absolutely right. There's only like those four or five that really go. But those four but or five motherfuckers yeah. go and they like harder than anything else out. Yo, like I, anything else. I don't think nothing is going up against when the weekend is in his bag, bro. My girl literally was like, she called me because I was just in the crib yesterday. I was playing 2K and I was like, fuck this. I'm listening to music. I was legit listening to the music for like majority of the whole day yesterday, just running through albums and shit. And I was just listening to The weekend, and she was like, man, this just doesn't go. But see them four songs? Bro, I played them four songs back to back to yeah. back. Them bitches is tough. And also, I got to give The weekend credit because I think the fucking mixtape joint he dropped, My Dear Melancholy, that oh, shit didn't get enough love. Hard. Oh, no, that shit did not, did not get enough love. Yo, 
Call out my name, try me, wasted times. I wish I, I was never there. You see that I was never there with Gustafstein? Nah, nah, bro. If I swear if I could play fake, if I could play like label nigga music on here, I would be playing Brent <laughs> in the weekend shit. Oh nah. Them niggas like that shit is crazy. And I like I, how I, you categorized it. Label nigga music. Yeah, because I yeah, it's, it's just label nigga music. I'm not going to even say it's popular music because I'm not going to do that to my niggas like Krista, Jaira, Wallace. I'm not going to do that to them because their music goes hard as fuck. So I'm, it's just label niggas. So that's that's all I'm going to say. But but yo, that My Dear Melancholy from 2018, that shit tough up. as fuck. Like, he should have took them songs and some of the, and them full songs that we just named and that yeah. should have been after hours, and that, that would have, have been, been a great. smash. Fuck the game up with that one. <laughs> that would have been better than that party mobile, because I gotta say, we just talking R and B right now before we get into the topics, just because I've been on an R and B kick. Yo, that party mobile, that shit is hard to me. I can't even stunt. I, it's it's hard, bro. But the more that I sit with it, it's like it's not aging like Brent shit. Mm, right. I, Okay, I'll admit, Brent, okay, with the Party Mobile shit, I do say I only go back and listen to, like, four songs. I only yeah. go back and listen to, like, four. But the thing is, the other songs, whereas The Weeknd 4 is tough. It's tougher than Party 4, but the thing is, I like the rest of Party Album, whereas I don't like the rest of The Weeknd right. Album. Like, right. I can, I, I listen to Nothing Less, Showing You, uh, PGT, and then Never Again. I own it sometimes, but see the thing is, when I play one, I can let the wherever I play, I can let the rest of the shit rock, and, and, and it's just a vibe. So I don't know. That's just what I've been thinking about R and B right now. Even though the women kind of kind of dominating R and B right now, Summer Walker, toxic ass and racist ass, had a fire little mixtape she dropped. Bro, I, I I love my Asian people, bro. Brooklyn, you know, look, look, all of this is made by Asian people. I would be a hypocrite <laughs> if I did not call it out. Like I'm you gotta call out, bro. You gotta call out. Listen, that Summer Walker, but that shit was hard. That album, that, was- that EP was good. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Snow. Uh, what's up? Not Snow. Her name is not. Oh yeah, it is Snow. Snow Allegra. That yeah, shit is. Yeah. That shit is crazy. That new. Yeah, that new single talking, she dropped is good. If we talking female R and B, we definitely got to shout out uh, Kiana Lede. Ooh, she is tough, bro. Yeah, she is. Tough. Yeah, she is. I also, for a while, because like you, you know how once the Twitter girls they get a hold of one of their little artists, mm-hmm. you already know everybody fucking with them. What's that? Like, wow, Alex wow. Isley. Yo, Alex Isley, tough too. Yeah. That's I believe that's a girl. I'm 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 like ninety percent sure. Yeah, that's a girl. Alex Isley is go hard. She got that shit with uh, she got that shit with uh, what's his, what's that dude's name? It's a white guy. Oh, oh Jack Dine. Her and Jack Dine making some fire shit right now, and that should go hard. But Kiana Lede put me on something. I never heard that. I'm gonna go yeah, check, check out. out Alex Isley and Jack Dine, and I'm gonna check out Kiana Lede because I wasn't really up on game. You put me on something. Let me put y'all else on something else for some good R and B. I knew this was good because when my, when I played it, my girl was like, "Damn, play that shit again." That's how I know when shit is good. I, I go to all my, when I when I when I need to look for new new nigga music and new new artist music. I always just if I play it in front of my girl and if she fuck with it, I, that's how I know it's hard. If it's not, then maybe I might be tripping. So I love this nigga's categories, man. Label nigga music, new artist new music, music, new nigga music. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm just being this real. Nigga is not coming on Jeopardy with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the best Jeopardy contestant. Yo, hold on. Let, let me let me get this out. So this week's uh, world premiere song is from an artist from I believe Baton Rouge. If not, she's from New Orleans. Her name is Darylyn D E R E L Y N. Darylyn D E R. E-L-Y-N. The song is called Use Me. That is the world premiere. Song is fuck. 
Doom and B, that's some great R&B. Like, that girl got it. I'm ready for her to come on the pod. She's she from BR? She's either from BR or she's from New Orleans. One of the two. And, and we talked on Twitter, and, like, she's still putting out music because I thought she stopped. But, no, she she's just getting shit, every everything ready to go. So whenever right, she drops an album, she coming on the pod because her shit I'm is a, tough. I'm going to need you to spell that one more time for the people. Or maybe Her. myself. I, I got you. Capital D E R E L Y N. Darylin. Yeah, I got it right That's here. Use Me. The song is called Use Me. Shit is amazing. Shout out to Darylin. That will be this week's world premiere before Bros Who Ball. But yeah, man, that's just us talking a little music because I just been on my R&B kick. I, I enjoyed that little conversation right there. Let's get into, we're going to talk about all the, the sad shit before we start making, well, no, not, nothing really, well, yeah, there's some shit sad. Let's start it off like this. Rest in peace to us. I believe he was a senator? Senator John Cong- Lewis? No, no, congressman. He was Con- yeah, that was one of the he- longest running congressmen. But doesn't that make it, oh, oh was he a house representative? Yes, oh yeah, he was. He was representing. Well, yeah, yeah. that those are two different things. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you could be a, you could be a senator in Congress. So I just thought he was a yeah, uh, a senator, but he a uh, House of Representative. So, but still, rest in peace to Representative John Lewis, one of the oldest representatives. He was big in the civil rights move, movement. He fought for a lot of the things that we have today. So sh- uh, let's just give him a moment of silence, real quick. Again, rest in peace to uh, Congressman John Lewis. Also, want to say arrest Brianna Taylor's murderers. Arrest Brianna Taylor's murderers. Arrest Elijah McCain's murderers. Arrest Elijah McCain's murderers. Everything that's going on with in Portland, with Donald Trump sending in the secret police, sending in some federal secret police, like we are, like we, and this is no disrespect to the countries I'm about to say, but like we some third war, South America, Gestapo shit going on in here, bro. What the fuck is that? What, what is that? Like, how are we gonna have secret police in America? Bro, is this 1984? Like, what are we living in? Like, this is Ooh, nuts. Boy, brought it back to the war on drugs. You better stop. Yo, they finna what? arrest you. They finna oh. bust down your door right now. Oh, man. You what, better what, cut look, that shit out. They finna they, bust your door in. They gonna get me for, for the next yeah. topic after this anyway. I'm scared to talk oh, about shit. this. I don't even, I'm, I'm so scared. But, yo, I swear, like, we gotta do better than this. That Portland shit is nuts. Like, Trump is crazy saying, oh, I can send this into Chicago. I send this into L.A. He yep. literally is trying to be this dictator having his Gestapo. Like, that's fucking nuts. That is nuts, yo. And also, I'm scared that if he loses in November, he tells his people, his, his people, oh, fuck them, let's ride, let's ride. Like, I'm so scared he gonna tell, tell his, his supporters, let's ride, come November. Gotta make sure my door locked. This nigga play too much. <laughs> <laughs> nigga play Am I too tripping? Much. Is but, that nuts? Nah, I don't think you nah. tripping at all. And I don't think it's any type of disrespect to those South, Southern American countries, because I know a lot of people I went to high school with that their parents never went back. Never mm. went back. Like, no vacation, none of that. They do not That shit is scary, bro. Like, you living with a secret police that could just bust down your door and just come tap you in the night. Like, uh, that shit isn't cool. Like, the fact that that's happening in Portland, they just arresting random people, busting into people's house. And I'm so proud of Portland for all the... The night that they did that, the next night, they thought, oh, they're not going to be any protests. They came back with more majority of the damn city. It was... It looked nuts. COVID gonna be running rampant over that, but I respect them for what they doing. That shit was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, Brooklyn, you know you saw that fucking photo. That photo looked like I, one of them DMX Woodstock concert photos, nigga. I did. I did see the photo, and I have a. Um, I had a reporter friend that I met in Tulsa that she's actually up there right now. Oh Jesus, pray for covering her. the news. <laughs> it's scary as fuck. She a little. She a skinny little white girl. So you already know she over there shook a little bit, but she was like. I can't lie. The the solidarity makes it a lot easier to go out there. Definitely. Everybody's together versus she's like, if I'd have been somewhere else where, you know, I turn around and they could be busting me in the head. 
But she's like that everybody is on one, you know, is unified on this one thing. Like, right, that's why I respect right. Portland, man. And, and, and it's beautiful because, like, literally, like she said, anywhere else is just, it's, it's not unified. And that's the thing where it's like, I respect them and we got to hold them up and we got to see more of that. More people need to be unified because they was doing it peaceful. They weren't rioting or anything. That's right. why the secret police is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Trump got to cut it that only make, It only make him look bad. Like, dead ass. Like, it'd have been it, different if they was busting... You know how I know he nervous? Shit. He nervous with this COVID shit because Republicans are starting to be like, yo, you were kind of promoting this, telling people not to wear masks. He went on Twitter the other day and was like, oh, if it's patriotic to wear a mask, I'm your favorite president. He had his mask on. Yeah. Uh, he still then, didn't say wear a mask. He still did not say... Republicans are looking at him now and they're like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Because I don't know if y'all peep game. New York is going into phase four. They almost the only have- state... The only state that got it under control Cuomo. with the largest fucking city in our fucking country. In the world. And they got Cuomo, it. And they got it. This shit don't make no sense. Because Cuomo didn't and play no games. And they worse initially. Exactly. Yep. yep. And, and now, now in Florida, Georgia, uh, Louisiana being all these hubs because we have dumb... Well, John Bell Edwards is trying to fix it, but the thing is, the Republicans aren't listening, listening to, to John Bell Edwards. Like, literally... I still see people go out without masks. And then I saw this lady fuss at this dude. He was like, she was like, please go outside and put your mask on. He was like, I don't have, I was like, bro, listen to this lady. She working, go put your fucking mask on, bro. Just listen to her. It's not that fucking hard. He was like, oh, this and that. I was like, well, look, if this lady caught the cops and kick your ass out, you deserve it. And then he was like, no, no, man, you just walk, put his mask on. She was like, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, like, fuck this, bro. Like these dudes need to stop. Stop doing this. It's been black and white people, so I'm not just going to say it's white people. Like, y'all yeah, got to no. chill the fuck out on that. It's all ignorant people. And like you, like I seen on your, you tweeted about uh, the postponement of Tenet, and you was like, bro, fuck y'all for not paying attention to the rules, bro. Can y'all just pay attention to the rules for a little bit? They act like it's so hard. We not gonna, I'm not going to be able to go to a movie, I said, the earliest December. The yeah, that's earliest. what I'm thinking, too. The yeah. earliest. And, and then if we being real, we might not be able to go to a movie till summertime next year. That's some that's bullshit. And that's some fucking bullshit. Like, bro, man, look, we, and, and I'm going to ask y'all, since I've been asking this on every show before we get into the topics, how do y'all feel? What would y'all pay? What would the most you'd pay if they start saying, like, Tenant, pay-per-view, uh, Black Widow, pay-per-view? What's the most you'd pay for a movie on, assuming that you can't get it for free on streaming, assuming that they really make it tight where they lock it down, like you get a special link, and this link is like unhackable or whatever. What's the most you'd pay? Like I got three. For tenant, I'd pay twenty dollars a tenant. Look, I got I got some categories for y'all: ten to thirty, forty to sixty, seventy to hundred. What's the most you'd pay? It had to be I'm, ten to thirty. Yeah, ten to thirty. I, know. I ain't paying seventy to hundred dollars right, for that look, shit, man. You crazy as shit, people man. People pay. Look, just let me be honest. People pay over 60, 60 and up for a fight in a. And for UFC, true. My thing is, though, these movies cost like three b- between 200 mil, 100 mil to damn near 500 mil. So, if they cost that much, these people have to make their money back. And assuming that they're thinking that people will be able to break it and stream the movie, and like once they put it out, you know, people gonna pirate that shit. So, the thought yeah. process is let's charge the most we can charge while still allowing it for people to see. And if we get pirated, it's okay because we know we're going to make majority of our money back. I'm saying I pay in the 40 to 60 range, maybe like 75, 80, but I wouldn't pay a hundred. But I mean, I I would pay that just to get movies back. I don't know. I feel like pay-per-view 
that there's no I way mean, to allow y'all to do the 10 and 30 because it'd be too easy to steal. Right. But I get it. I get the, the, the pay-per-view thing. But at the same time, I guess I would have to set it up like pay-per-view thing where I'm going to have to call all my niggas over like, yo, we watching this movie. Nigga, I paid 45 dollars I'm going to bring y'all ass. And that's my thing. And that's why you can't charge 10 to 20 because people still going to do that. Right. Yeah. So, so you charge the 60-something, 70, and then you have a bunch of your friends come over and you watch Social Distance yeah, I, at your house. I think, I think it's different, though, because, like, when you pay that much for, like, a UFC fight or a boxing event, there's no alternative. You know what I mean? But there's no alternative right now. I mean, yeah, but I feel like, let's say that's some new comedy dropping. What's stopping me from saying like, damn, 75 is a lot. I can just go on Netflix and watch these other comedies that streaming. All right, I do, but let me say this, Doom. You make a great point. I think based upon how much the movie costs to make and how big the movie is, that's where you would have to choose the price range. Cause you're right. Let's say it's just a comedy. I'm not paying $65 for no comedy. Now right, I'll pay the tick. Like a comedy has to be in the <laughs> 10 to 30, 10 to 40 range. I'm talking like these big Marvel movies, these right. big uh, right. event films, like some Christopher Nolan movie, a Quentin Tarantino movie, a Martin Scorsese movie. Like some of these just big blockbuster hits like Mission Impossible 4 would have to be like, or Mission Impossible 5 would have to be like, $59.99, cause Tom Cruise was doing stunts out of a space, like jumping out of fucking damn near uh, the highest orbit you can jump from, clowning. But yeah, so, fucked up. so I'm. That's what I'm saying. It just depends on the movie. See, and I get that. I feel like it's it's still not the same though, cause that's a lot. Like I feel like when you go to the movies, the movie ticket at the most is what twelve dollars. But then the concessions, how much you paying? And with me, see this is what me and Chris have talked about. Well, you got to think the movie experience when you pay for concessions and you pay for the ticket, you ended up you ended up with a forty dollar night. If you go with a though. girl, it's like sixty dollars. Yeah, but that's different because the concessions is what keep the lights on in the movie theater. But at your house, you don't need that. You don't have to worry about at, at your house. You don't have to worry about no concessions. You got food. Well, oh, yeah, but that 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 cancels out the movie theaters, which we can't have anyway. So fuck them. I ain't worried about the concessions yeah. right now because fuck them, they can't be open. But that's yeah. my point. So if you go pay $60 for you and your girl to go to the movies for the night, that's the price you're paying to go to the theater. Why not pay that price just to watch the movie? Shit, y'all better you lose the experience. That's true. Look, at, at least in my eyes, because I know there's going to be people who are really in the movies. But like, no, I agree with you. Movie drop, they got to right. see that motherfucker like... The night of. I, I acknowledge that there are those hardcore fans. But like for the average person, Especially with Netflix and Hulu, like I don't see people paying sixty plus dollars. Look, I get, the, the but it's gonna get to a point to where we're not gonna have new movies. Cause yeah. like, yeah, I mean, shit. Netflix, these Netflix exclusives is trash, and that's what I'm say. saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, that old guard movie was not good, and niggas was saying that's like the best movie out this year. They only saying that because they got a black director. I'm keeping it a bean on here. I said I tried to say, Bro. look, Brooklyn. I said it on Bro, Bros Who Binge. I said it's so PC on Bros Who Binge. I was like, oh, well, they're just doing it. And, and now that I'm around my neck, like, Shuba's not a black guy. So I try to keep it PC over there. <laughs> see on here? Bro, they only said that because that was a black woman, bro. And like, that movie was not good. Like, What's that other movie I saw trending? Uh, fatal Attraction? That shit was a fatal waste of my time, bro. No. That shit was trash, <laughs> and, that, and, and Doom, that's why I got to get new movies because them shits is horrible. That shit was trash, yeah. bro. I'm about to I'm ready to watch the fucking... 
the Zac Efron shit, bro. Yo, Avengers. look. Quickly, you I feel like that'd be better. I got you. A good movie <laughs> on Hulu. Go check out Palm Springs, the Andy Sandberg movie. I heard about that. Heard it's about great. That. It's great. I'm going to have to check that out because I'm... I'm tired of these motherfuckers on Netflix. But for every Palm Springs, there's 17 Netflix exclusives that's garbage. And that's why at some point, but I see Doom, I'm not with the pay-per-view. I'm more with, we need to bring back drive-in theaters. That's what we need to bring back. I'm saying though, bro. got one here in Vegas and apparently that bitch still booming. That shit, I mean, that shit's hitting right now. No, it's hitting in uh, everywhere that in big cities where drive-ins are hidden. They want people to release the new movies at drive-ins. But the thing is, the movie companies realize that they won't be able to make as much money because for every Vegas, Miami, Houston, there's Podunk Lafayette, Podunk New, New Iberia, yeah. where they have movie theaters and they don't have drive-ins. I think we need to just start building drive-ins. I think, uh, I want to say, they got they got some, for last time I went, Florida got some big ones over there, but- And that's what like I'm saying. Said, it's like, okay, I can release my movie in- Seven cities? 50 cities? Yeah, maybe versus, yeah, 50. Uh, m- Versus the 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 hundred fucking ten thousand cities I was in, this yeah. bullshit. It don't yeah. make sense for them, and that's why we got to figure out a system. Do we think that we still in this phase of living? And that's like, how I know, long I know it initially to... <laughs> it, it, it's gotten longer. Like the the timeline of COVID, they pushed it longer than we initially expected, but it's starting to get the feel that this is like the new normal. That this and, is the and, but, and that's my point. That's why it would make more sense to say, you know what, instead of doing the pay-per-view shit, because we're going to have to get new movies at some point. Instead of that, if I'm a movie company, I say, fuck it. We just make this into a drive-in and then be able to make money because at some point, it's going to be a tipping scale. It's either going to be drive-ins or it's going to be pay-per-view. And if, I, and if movie theaters don't want to go obsolete, Regal, AMC, The Grand, they need to just switch their shit to driving. I know it's a, a big waste, a, a big loss in money, but would you rather take a big loss than to come back up or just be out of business forever? And I think I think what's going to happen is, you know, because based on, you know, the the past, it won't be the quick shit that they were trying to make it seem to be. Like, you know, me and one of my useless degrees, a history degree, that is, we did oh, some extensive, geez. you know, shit on the on the the uh, Spanish flu, and what happened was certain towns, certain cities were like, "All right, damn, this bitch Syria is trying to report me to the government." All right, now. <laughs> so as I said, history that bitch lit up. Uh, <laughs> so what happens is certain cities are able to, you know, get rid of the disease, and then what happens is they start letting tourists back in, and when they let tourists back in, the shit continues. Now Wuhan, China, just started letting their fucking tourists back in. Right? Yeah, I see. So what's happening is going to do it again. And what's going to go on is it's going to take to this point where we end up having to do the fucking vaccination shit. Where with the Spanish flu, it took three years. But because we're our science and our medicine is way more advanced than it was 100 years ago. It'll take like a year and a half. It'll be a year and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. my my main thing was always going to be 18 months. So I don't believe the the that it was going to be over by Christmas shit. But the thing over. is, though, and I agree with you with that. But the thing is, until a vaccine comes there's a chance that these movie theaters go bankrupt. So it's oh, yeah, like, they go, everybody's going bankrupt. All those and, movie theaters yeah. are going and, bankrupt. And that's the thing. You might as well what bite the bullet and try. Out, man. Those the AMCs of the world and shit, they'll build them niggas out. Probably so. so if just, they don't bail them out, somebody's going to come along with money and buy all the damn theaters. Because if we're being honest here, 
They've been renovating them theaters for years. At this point, and, and, it wouldn't even be a loss to buy that shit. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But buy it and turn it to a drive. Because, because of how we're moving as a society, they're predicting more diseases like this. Might as well just convert ourselves to driving again just to be safe. Or 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 we can all just go have I mean have seats. We can go a third and buy a motherfucking movie theater. We can start frying chicken in that bitch. All right, fuck the popcorn. All right? Look, my nigga, drive do a drive-in and fry the chicken at the drive-in. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Like I'm down for any of that. But let's get into this. Was like I said, this was a conversation I've had on multiple shows on Anime Talk, Bros Who Binge. I want to see what my niggas at Bros Who Think think. So let's get into what we got going on before we get to Kanye because me and Doom are we got a debate coming. But oh, yeah. I want to talk to y'all about the Epstein shit. So the judge who's taking on the Epstein trial, her son and hu- her son was murdered. Her husband is in critical condition in ICU. The assassin dressed up as a FedEx man, killed the husband, um, uh, injured, the, the, uh, injured the husband, killed the son, and then he died after that. This shit is, cr- that's like a movie, bro. The assassin killed, then he died? Yo, this is, and then Trump just said, I wish you well to Jelaine Maxwell. That's either like, I hope you're okay or bitch, you die high. soon. Yeah. yeah that's, that's like, bitch is coming. That's yeah. That, that was it. They said that was the appetizer, bitch. Because you still alive. Yo, this, why can't the FBI protect these people? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Because the FBI is, yeah, the FBI is where the hose is at. I mean, I know you've seen the, uh, the documentary they did on, um, on Epstein, and they was like, they handed the case over to the FBI and then nothing happened. That means somebody in there was in that island. And that means that because somebody that was there was in that island, that's, this shit cannot be handled yeah. by the FBI. They're not trustworthy. Where's the CIA? Where are people who care? Like, we just need somebody powerful enough to care so this can take place. But the thing is, when you got presidents, former presidents, senators, actors, governors, all these different random powerful people involved, Royalty from across the pond. It's gonna take someone like Bill Gates with enough money to be like, you know what? Fuck this. We got even this him. He's not stupid enough to fuck up all his relationships over that shit. That's because he probably know there's a lot of business partners that was that are yeah, that are perks. That's, that's billions of dollars involved. You yeah, that kind of shit. You taking a a loss with a B. <laughs> like, and that's the <laughs> the crazy thing is, once all these people, if they get convicted, what does that? do with all the money in the marketplace. Like, that'll be nut. That's a loss. That's a loss for a lot of the economy. But then again, that money might go, will go to the government. It might get, yeah. help help us with some of the debt. And most of the niggas is probably embezzling anyways. True. <laughs> True. Doom did say it's a loss. Happen. I feel like it's, it's everybody involved, though. Everybody, like, even if, you know, they wasn't on the island picking kids themselves, they knew somebody that was yeah. involved in that shit. And they they were an accomplice. Business, yeah, right. They got they got business interests with people that was involved with that shit. Like we talking about the top. And most people in involved world. are dying now. Like yeah. Epstein's accountant, his banker, this guy, this actor named Cap or Nappy or Cappy, who was saying like all the different actors involved, he died, he well, he killed himself. It looked like they killed that dude. Bro, it's, yeah, it's bro. Nuts, they got bro. They got the, I don't know who, where these assassins were trained. I don't know if it was the same place as Black Widow, but these niggas is dangerous. Yo, this is these niggas is dangerous. You're checking the peephole and you like, oh shit, my package is here, nigga. You open the door thinking your shit came in and it's over for you, bro. That's really some movie shit, bro. My question is how he got the FedEx clothes and the FedEx truck. 
<laughs> he's an assassin. What you mean? How he got it, bro? Yeah. How you don't know? FedEx. He took the whole damn thing. He said, look, bro, here's $100,000 you got robbed, bro. He, he just rolled up to a FedEx driver just handing the think, cash, bro. Do you think they he left the FedEx driver people. alive or do you think they killed him? I think he no, either he offered him money or he killed him. But bro, look. Was fine, fucking Tyrone. That was sick. That's what I'm saying. We think Tyrone died. How much you? How much you was gonna make today? At the most, what two hundred dollars? That's what I'm saying, bro. He handed me a. He handed me a stack. I'm gone. I don't even know (laughs) what happened. What nigga would say no if he'd be like, "Yo, take the rest of today off, man. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Let me borrow your truck and your outfit." I'm out, bro. Who, who Come on, Lynn. Yeah, I don't work for the man. Was at home barbecuing, having fun with his kids. (laughs) Hey, he, 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 he probably went by Dream. He bought yeah. Rib. He no, no, no cheap steak. Uh-uh, Brooklyn, no, no. He went buy him some baby back ribs, the <laughs> nicest thing of Ciroc in about an ounce, and a couple blunts, and he fact, said, let's bro. get it popping. <laughs> Brooklyn said prime him, rib. Nah, fuck that. A, a ribs <laughs> yeah, no. Brooklyn, he got a thing of douce, <laughs> some fucking ribs and an ounce, and he said, let's go, nigga. Y'all he invited this. all his boys over, bro. <laughs> that nigga said, I don't give a fuck what you do with this truck. <laughs> right. He said, nigga, I don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah, bring it back at eight. Or, or look, he probably said, do I need to quit? What you want? You can have it. I'll quit. <laughs> right. You need to set it on fire. If you set it on fire, I'll probably go back to work. So it's yeah, up to you, bro. Ah, yo, Drive that shit into a ditch or something. That's fucking hilarious. All right. Well, look, just laying We're going to see if you live, but. Jesus, this is oh, getting crazy and crazy. Right, I hope that judge lived, man. And rest in peace to her son. She didn't deserve none of that. She's just trying to be a justice of the peace. But bro, right. could you picture being the judge when they assigned you that case? What it's probably the miserable. Fuck? Hey, you I probably, really want that shit, bro. Do you think she stays? Like, would you stay? My husband's in critical condition. You already killed my son. Would you stay? I, nah, I think hell I, nah, you gotta take me off of that shit. But see, Doom, I don't know. I think I'm staying because you didn't kill my son. Fuck yeah, this. I'm trying to see I was this. Gonna say, yeah. If my son didn't it, die, if you just killed my husband, but then I'm, I'm getting off. Because it's like now she fucking everybody up out of revenge. Fuck you know that. I mean? Yeah, you I want my revenge. Feel, I mean, yeah, I, I'm feeling that, but it's like you do need a judge that could kind of look at the situation from a, you know, Somewhat kind but of, but there's right. no bias. Yeah, I'm about to say there's not going to be a bias in this case. Bias. They're gonna, they're gonna be killing kids and raping them. Yeah. They don't have no bias in this shit. These niggas gotta go. Yeah, it's they the, do. So I mean, it's like if I'm that judge, I'm like, that's my thing. If you didn't kill my son and you killed my husband, then I'm stepping away from the case. But you just killed my son. Now nah, we want revenge. If my husband yeah. dies, whatever, my son gone. Like, yeah. nah, fuck that, bro. If they can, as long as they draw blood, nigga, I'm out here, dog. Listen. I want mine. I want mine. Yeah. mine. Somebody Man, going I down. I ain't fucking with that shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gonna be terrified. She ain't ordering shit off Amazon no more. She ain't doing that. Hell nothing. no. First I'm of all, she's gonna have the toolie with her everywhere she goes. She's gonna pull yep. that shit out on everybody, bro. The two garbage toolies. man finna get the look, two toolies. She gonna need bow, more than that. Bow. The niggas she fucking with, bro. They they're gonna have snipers on the roof for her. Yeah, That's she gonna a need fact. a Kevlar vest every day. I mean, dude, like you making like a good point. It's gonna be, it's gonna be <laughs> rough on her. She gonna need a Kevlar vest, like all kind of shit, just to protect her. But I mean, like, but I, even though she would need all that, I'm still doing it. Cause like, yeah. like Brooklyn said, I, y'all didn't took mine. I'm coming for mine. Fuck yeah, that. Bro. Epstein, Jislaine, Lane, come talk to me. I'm, I'm getting all the facts, and we arresting everybody. 
Fuck That's this. Because all just laying got to do is talk one time and it's That's over it. with. It's over oh, with. Not about to let that meeting happen. Bro. If she talked one time, <laughs> she can die after that. Because she didn't. Not about to let yeah, that. no, they, I don't think they will either. I don't see. I don't see her getting her her feet inside of a courtroom. I just don't see her feet. Oh no! See, okay, that my thing is Brooklyn. If if they do meet with her, they're gonna have to record the conversation, right? And they're gonna have to have multiple tapes, I about files, to say, yes, audios on yeah, your phone, multiple everything, everything. bro. I don't think she, the only way I think this happens is she going she gonna to testify or whatever. They're going to record it and then she might die. And then they're going to play that shit in court. But will right. Lane herself be physically in court? I don't see it. I don't see that shit happening. That happening. See, but I don't see them recordings getting done. I, I agree with oh, you. I, I, I think they're going to shut done. that shit down long before it I think this point. is best case scenario. Yeah. And, and I think the worst done, come to worst, bro, even if they figure out some kind of way to even attempt to get that shit done, they'll blow that whole jailhouse up. Yeah, that, 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 it's going to be like the wire. The tape's going to get destroyed. Everything will get destroyed. Everything's going to be lost. Magically in the gone. Destruction. Yep. It's going to be lost in the, in the, uh, was, in the was rubble. That, was that room? No. <laughs> I think said lost in the rubble. Well, yeah, it's going to be blow lost. that shit up, dog. <laughs> I was gonna say in the evidence locker. That shit oh yeah, you know how they got all it got misplaced. Yeah. yeah, it got mislabeled. <laughs> so, nigga, you just you did not mislabel that. We shit. have a backlog of twenty to thirty years. It's just somewhere in that. It could backlog. be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's get to it, man. Let's cut the let's cut the chitter chatter. Let's get down to business, man. Fucking Kanye West. All right, before I start, let me say this: If Kanye West is actually sick and has a mental health problem, we know he's bipolar. If he's actually sick and needs help, I hope and pray he gets the help he needs. But, and, and what I'm about to say does not mean I don't support the mental health community. That doesn't mean I take mental health seriously. No, I do. And, the, and I take it so seriously that I'm about to say what I'm about to say because I think it's ridiculous. The fact that Kanye West can go out and say all kind of crazy nonsense and, and, and talk about how Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves, say, compare himself to Nelson Mandela, talk, say all this crazy nonsense, diss Drake, do all this shit just to sell an album, and then say Donda coming Friday, movie coming Friday, and then when people think he crazy, be like, oh, I have mental health problems. I got this, 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 this. And the hide behind the guise of mental health is fucking nasty. This campaign, this, this, all this shit he's preaching right now is to sell fucking albums and to sell this fucking movie. It's gross, it's nasty, and I, I'm done with it. This nigga went from one of my favorites to I can't respect him no more. The art he did made is classic, but no respect for you. No respect at all for this nigga. I'm not calling this nigga a genius. I'm not doing none of that. Because if he was a genius, this shit wouldn't fucking happen. No. No. Puff. Puff daddy a genius. Puffy. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Calm Puff, down. Calm Dr. down. Dre a genius. Uh, yeah. Drake a genius. Jay-Z a genius. That I'm not calling Kanye West a genius no more, man. Because this is nasty shit. He's first he played upon the race card. He played upon people's belief to sell shit be with the Republican shit. Then he preyed upon black people's love of the church and religion to sell shit. Now he's preying upon mental health because none of that shit worked. And, and now he's preying upon, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just try to trend and to, to sell shit. Nigga, it's not my fault you're putting out trash music. That's how I feel about the situation, dude. And there's nothing you can say to convince me 
otherwise. Uh, but right. I can say that if his wife and him treating him bad, well, then divorce the bitch, nigga. But obviously, you're not going to divorce her because <laughs> he got like four kids. E, e News told you, E News told you, oh, we doing this for the new season. We're going to maybe do divorce rumors and then, but y'all going to get back together. Nah, nigga, fuck out of here. That's why Meek fucked your bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to diss Drake? Go diss Meek, nigga. Drake probably fucked that bitch too. Nah. Uh-huh. Ray J told you he hit it first. I'm not with this shit, nigga. Fuck that nigga Kanye, bro. <laughs> shit. All right. Let me let me defend my nigga Ye real quick. And let me tell you, let me tell you why I agree with 80% of what you just said. Cause the fact that he do it for the promo bullshit is is wild. It's fucking we, nasty. We can, agree, we can agree with that. That's exactly why he's doing it. But where I'm gonna shoot my nigga some bail is we gotta stop calling him crazy because he's not crazy. He's still the smart, brilliant genius that we know him to be. You know what I'm saying? Now look, let me let me break down what's going on. Kim and Chris, they know how he is. They know what triggers him. They know what get him going. They know that he's super passionate about the shit that he care about. So they antagonize him to have these kind of moments. And then they paint it out to be like, oh, this nigga crazy. He bipolar. He this and that. It's not a coincidence that he got an album dropping. It's not a coincidence that they two, three episodes from the season finale and keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's on. not a fucking coincidence. That's super you know corny. I mean? <laughs> I'm saying... I think what they doing is they sit there and they antagonize this man. Cause you got to think about it. The nigga don't really have no family. The no friends. Kardashians is his family. Think about he, how nuts that he is. He didn't cut everybody else off. That's, 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 that's his laptop, nigga. man. Fuck them. Yeah, nah, man. nah, nah. It's not about that nigga that stole it. You making jokes over there. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just, just stop and think about how nuts that is. Like, like, Oh yeah, that's, anybody, true. that's crazy. Anybody in this in this Zoom call right now, if we going through some shit, bro, we got those people that we could hit up in confidence. Like, yo, that's what's on my mind. Like, bro, it's a lot. I'm going through it. Help. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying. And a nigga that'll genuinely reach out and be like, all right, bro, I got you. This is what you need to do. This is what I can help you do. Think about if that circle for you is niggas that only care about profiting off of your pain. That's the support circle he got. Imagine calling Chris Jenner for help. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here That's with that nasty, nigga. That's nasty, bro. That's fucking nasty. Yo, I'll be with you on the next episode. Dude, my, I, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it a bean. I actually might agree with that. That, that was but, a good argument. But, but my question to you is, how do you defend? Because I do think that's, that's nasty if they're doing that. And, I, and, if, and if that's the case, I'm with you, 1,000. How you defend the Harriet Tubman shit, my nigga? Bro, all right. So look. The clip was nasty. The clip was wild. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> okay. All right. I watched, <laughs> like, I watched the full what rally. What the fuck? <laughs> I watched the full rally, bro. And basically, which, this, and this is what Chris kind of opened my eyes to, because he did make a good point. He was basically saying that regardless of how you meant it, knowing the public that shit. figure that you are, you got you to gotta be careful with how you present certain ideas. Especially people, since the time we in right now, they gonna exactly. use that against us. Exactly. Right. And and he was saying exactly that. Like you gotta you gotta present it in a way to where the people who oppose you can't use what you say as ammo against you. You know what I mean? And I agree with that. Shout out to Christopher for kind of 
helping me understand that part because that part is nasty. Okay. But cool. what he was saying was, is that while the society kind of makes us believe that, oh, we've been free because it's not slavery no more. He was like, when you think about it, we kind of just, we were led to a new form of it. We still work for the same fucking white people. We still, you know what I mean? That How many people you know wake up, go to a job that they don't fucking like, they wish they could be home with their family and their kids and shit, and they still got to do shit they don't want to do right. because they need money. You know See, what I mean? Like, that's that's a point that I think everybody can agree with. I, I, you got to, but okay, let me say this. You can't say, sh- it's difference between slavery and what we're in right now. You, he needs to stop making the correlation of slavery because the people had no fucking choice once they left. It was either be a slave or go work for this white man over here. They had no option. Right. What he needs to say is that we need to make more black owned businesses and support more black owned bi- and more black owned businesses. That if that's what he's trying to say, say that. But the correlation of slavery is nuts. And what it is, is yeah. it's not even that the correlation, it's the way he says it. Because when Brother Umar Johnson say it, it's very clear what he's trying to get out. You know, his point is yeah. made that this was slavery, then they made the jail system, and then from the jail system, they got his book. Yeah, you can't, you can't we just don't say like. we still in slavery because right. what slaves went through and what we go through, what, what yeah. shit, what the civil rights people went through and what we went through is two completely different things, let right. alone slave. Like my grandpa, my grandpa told me this when I was young and it really stuck with me the whole time. He was like, you'll never be able to understand what I went through as through the civil rights, just like I never understood what my uncle went through through slavery. And it's like, he's like, my uncle hated white people because he was half black, half Indian. His Indian brothers were killed. His black brothers were made slaves. He was like, but I can never understand that hatred because I didn't go through that. I have a dislike for certain people because of how we acted during the civil rights era. And you'll never understand my disdain that I have for certain groups of people because you didn't go through that. And it's like, he's right. I'll never understand it because I didn't go through the civil rights act, but just, just like he didn't go through slavery. We didn't go through that. And we should never con- like, I feel like we should right. never comment on how and I, I slavery was. Agree with that. He need to drop comparing it to slavery. Yeah. Like, like, comparison it's, it's suck. Two, it's two different things, even though I completely understand what he getting at. Cause it's right. a new form of slavery. So yeah. But Comparing and, and bringing up Harriet Tubman is he's wild, bro. That's he's like nuts. It's, it's honestly is disrespectful. Yeah, you know what I mean? but super. I get, I get the metaphor that he was trying. I I think in his mind he he say shit like that because he think if he compare it to that, then we'll understand the severity of the situation. Because I think he put that what we're in is just as severe as slavery, which I agree. But you can't. But he been saying that he been yeah, saying that see. since uh what, what was that wait I got it right here Jesus he been saying that since Jesus bro that was 2013 yeah. I'm tired of him telling me that we didn't and also yeah. bro slave them they, it was life or death for them it's not life like and I know people gonna say yeah. about the police it's not life or death for us like that it like everything going on with the police is very very serious but it is not like slaves were getting beat if they said. If they just said, hey, like, like they were getting beat, yeah. like, in, in, he's like, it, like, hey, this, motherfucker, you know English? Yeah, it's, diff- it's different, <laughs> bro. It? Like, that's a, like, just say that we need to be more self sufficient as a race. Say we need to support more black owned businesses. We need to right. be more black owned business. We need to bank black. There's ways to say what you're trying with 
what you because see, Doom, I'm gonna say it's what you interpreted it as because I don't know what this nigga fucking saying. But your interpretation of Kanye's words are the best case scenario. The worst case is what I'm saying, where oh, this nigga using this for clout. He just trying to sell albums. He just right. trying to sell movies. This it's, nigga is both. It's both. I'll tell you how it's both. I think the way I interpret it is what he genuinely means, but he's antagonized to talk about those points by the people around him because they know what it is in the headlines. Out of everything you said, I, I actually I actually could see that's the thing that I could yeah, definitely okay. agree with. That Chris and Chris and Kim antagonize him. They but definitely do. But it's, as for bro, that I'm other shit, you, those shits is not a coincidence. They like nigga, your album dropping. We gotta do something to and, get this and they shit going. and they like and they antagonize him in the ways of like, nigga, the last couple albums ain't been shit. And and, yeah. and if we look at it, that's the way that Chris would market Kim and Kim and Chloe and all them. Yep, by causing yeah. controversy and that. Look, I, that part I definitely agree with. It's just like, man, I can't. You, I can't support anything you do in, if you're talking like this and you're doing nonsense, still doing... Ca- I thought you weren't running for office, but you're still doing campaign rallies. Bro, I can't elect Kanye West. I'm sorry. Whatever happened with you and your family and all of that, I'm sorry, but I can't have my politician breaking down on stage and crying. North Korea yeah. will bomb us in an instant. Yeah. <laughs> in but an I instant. Mean, I think everybody knows that, though. Like, I, I, I honestly believe that they sit there and they push him to do shit like this because in his mind, he think he doing the right shit. Right thing. Which I will, I will never hate on, especially a black man saying like, yo, I want to be president of the United States and I actually believe I can do this shit. Like, I'm in support of that. But what they doing is they know there's no chance in hell he gonna win. Right. Ain't no they chance in hell. They to do that because they know it's gonna make great TV on this fucking E-Network. Could you imagine it's E-Network the behind sales. the scenes on <laughs> yeah, a campaign bro. rally? <laughs> that yeah, E-Stack going through the roof, nigga. All right, dude. I, I, bro, I'm going to say this. The country is going to be watching that shit. It's not going to be just the Kardashian fans yeah. and the people who want to see what the whole world. The, the whole world would watch bro, that. Bro, I'd watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. That's what yeah. I'm saying. All right, dude. I'm going to say this. I'm half right, you half right. We we're about fifty. Uh, <laughs> I can I, take that. I can take that. I, I take that because, but I can't get over my half of just this whole using niggas for to sell. I can't get over that because that's what he's doing. But I do the way you paint the Kardashians. It's a very vivid picture that I could believe. Bro, it's bro. These motherfuckers have been doing this shit for years. Years, bro. yeah. Right. How long have keeping up with the Kardashians been running? At least twenty when years, right? Started when the shit first started, bro. You think oh, yeah. him and Courtney and all them was really beefing no. like that? Them motherfuckers got no. on TV for slapping each other in the mouth and shit. And they had all them, black, all them black random people from the hood come up in yeah, Chris' bro. house dance. Like, yo, when you watch them old on, clips, bro. it's nuts. That, cli- that bro, clip with all them... <laughs> yo, that shit is This nuts. is the motherfuckers that's behind the scenes like praying on the fact that Ye really sitting there like, yo, I got to do something for my people. I want to make a change. And they're like, you know what, nigga, you got this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What about this bullshit that you said you was mad about the other day? Go on TV, talk about that. Because they know how nuts it's going to look. Right. And they know what it's going to do for the ratings. And you know That's what? That's exactly what they're doing to this man. As the mediator of this debate, I, I can say two things. For sure, for sure, the Kardashians are not to be trusted. And you can't, anything that they're making, that they're doing behind the scenes that we can't see, but it's making their numbers go up. It's good for them. They don't give a fuck about yeah. us. They don't give a fuck yeah. about yay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if it's making their numbers go up, it's what's that's they only up. care about the, but on the same side as Lynn, 
you're right. You can't be using slavery as a way to, to sell your album because like Lynn said, like, look, motherfuckers was getting beat for knowing how to read. Getting their dicks yeah. cut yeah. off. That's getting right. like having black men fight each other to the death. Like, nah, bro. Like they had some Fuck. fucked up shit happen in slavery. And it's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's not okay. So you're right. Okay. That can't be touched. And, and the Kardashians got to know they... Place. And it's, and it's not okay that it's during the time of... It's not okay ever, but especially not okay right now because there's a movement fighting to get us right. more rights, fighting to get things the right way. And, and that you, will push us back. And that's going... And yeah, and you saying I'm going to run for president all this, it's just, it just has white people like, oh, well, I guess things okay. Kanye says it's okay. Like, and that's the thing. By him saying this, it's allowing for them to be like, oh, well, this man speaks for black culture. Well, if he believes this then I guess all black people feel this way. And it's right. like... Yeah. And that's that's a big problem. And But dude, that's a that. problem. That's a problem we put on ourselves for, for the fact of how we worship celebrities. And we yeah. talked about that, about how black black people got to stop celebrity worshiping and, and making them the mouthpiece for us. Well, and, I, feel and, like it's, I feel like it's young people now because if I keep it in a buck with you, there is no way in hell that Kylie Jenner's majority of her following is black. There's no way. Absolutely no. not. I agree. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think the black people of our fans come from 25 and under. Right. Or maybe even like 23 and under. Yeah. Because I mean, cause if I keep it bug with you, bro, I ain't really keep up with her until she started, until I found out she was pregnant with Travis's baby. I still don't follow her. Because, because the tiger shit, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It was funny. I ain't gonna lie. That that was just jokes. Right, but, and then, but real shit, the motherfuckers so good at what they do, even if you don't want to follow them. You oh, you gotta see, see it. Oh, you, you gonna, gonna see no, it. No, that's a fact. That, that is a physic. They trending. They, no matter what, just because I don't follow them, they should be on my explore page. Yep. And if it's on Twitter, yeah, I see man. like tweets because all these girls that I follow, follow them. So it's like, you can't escape them. And, and Doom, I'm with you with the Kardashian shit because it's definitely if I'm gonna say Kanye doing it to sell shit, I gotta see the bigger picture of how Chris Jenner is doing this. For I gotta Martin. see their ratings. Yeah, right. I gotta see it. There is rate. It's nasty on. It's nasty on Kanye, but it's super, super nasty on Chris and Kim. Because yeah. Chris know better. She don't got then, no mental issues. But now nah, I'm blaming yeah, Kim because it's like that's your husband. But even if you don't care about that nigga, do you care about your children? And that's. Your children's father, and y'all got him looking crazy out in the streets. But they just don't honestly, kill him. bro, as, as fucked up as it is, I don't think she give a fuck about that either. Like, like the kids is almost like this locked me into being financially tied. Stable, yeah. right? This generational you know I mean? wealth. Yeah, that's that's literally it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think. And then when she they look at it as like, oh, he the father of my kids, I need to protect him. And if we want to push it another level, what happened to this nigga? He already stuck. And that's my thing. If if you do it another level, it could be trying to push him to get crazy so he die, and then they get all that money. I'm telling you, bro. If I want to be super dark with it, you didn't hear what I said. I said it on the slick. If I want to be super dark with it, I wouldn't be surprised about this. But. At the same time, nigga, you a grown man. You got to get out of that. You got to, you got to use, you got to, and, and I blame him, his friends. I blame him not having friends. Like, you got to have somebody come to you and be like, yo, bro, you out here looking crazy. And you got to get out that house. Like, bro, if I'm not feeling comfortable inside a situation, I leave this. You got to leave the situation. This man not leaving. Yeah, there's, four, there's four children with his, that running around with his DNA in that house that I know of. It's probably more. But yeah. oh no, it's just full. <laughs> that's still a lot though, because 
I mean, how old is North? North, like, North got to be old enough to see this on the like internet. Eight or seven, right? So at this point now, that's another reason why I'm like, why you gonna, gonna be crazy, up, bro? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she can see that. There's no way she can't get on the internet. No way not she see can't that. see that shit. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know, bro. That shit is just wild. Cause like I, I feel like they don't give a fuck about Kanye at all. Like at if they all. did, they wouldn't let him do this. And it's, but, it's obvious that they're controlling the situation. Let me play devil's about, advocate for them because I do agree. He could be one of them niggas that's like, nah, you're not touching my phone. I'm doing what I would like. This is me being the other end of it to where it's like, yeah, they might be telling him like say stuff, but like he going all crazy. And then when they try to reel him in and be like, yo, you're doing too much. Like we got to worry about your health. He'd be like, nah, fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck all y'all. I'm doing this. Y'all don't care about me. This and that. I'm doing my thing. This and that. That could be under the, uh, the, I don't agree with that side, but that's the devil's advocate side to what you're saying. Right. And and if I was to counter that, though, I would say, then why the fuck can he be perfectly fine with being silent up until it's album release time? Up right. until it's fucking, and then, well, you know and then I mean? if, if I'm if I'm on Nick, if I'm them, I would say it's he wants to he does this for clout to sell his music. He this is his choice because he is in a competition with one of the biggest artists. And this is true. Whether or not what I'm saying, whether or not what you're saying is true, Doom, what I'm saying is true, or the devil's advocate I'm arguing for right now. Kanye West feels threatened by Drake and has not been the same, has not been the same since uh, uh, the one with Monster, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. After that, that's after nothing was the same was out. That's when Drake blew up and Drake became the biggest artist. Kanye West then falls down to level status. He's a legend status, but he's not the biggest name in hip hop and music anymore. It's now Drake. So because I feel this said pressure, I have to do whatever I can to promote my album and get me back to the level of being number one. And in my devil's advocate argument, not my, not my, my actual belief, they could say that, oh, well, he does this because he's threatened by Drake and he's trying to sell music. It's not us. He's doing this. Well, I yeah. mean, at this point, shit. That's been... My Dark Twisted Fantasy came out. What, we was grade school kids, man. We nah, had we wasn't grade school, nigga. Ele- you tripping. Well, look, 10th and 11th grade is still grade school to me. Hold on. This shit came I, out in... So. Yeah. This shit came out... In, oh, you know, it came out in 2009, 2010. Bro, yeah. look, I was in high school. I remember that. I was like in high school. Yeah, true. But mm-hmm. if I had a curfew, it was grade school to me. So, so yeah, me, that's pre-take care. Yeah, exactly. That's, Come on, bro. He ain't been the same because he ain't been the same. It's all right. Everybody lose the thing. Because, I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, he was always a producer who had some bars. He wasn't a lyricist from the jump. But he, he broke that producer. mold. He but did he broke break the, the mold. He, and, he did break the mold. And that's why he's the legend, because he broke the mold. But at the same time... Did I think he would be have a longevity of having this great rap success? No, fuck no. That's like me thinking that Dre would have did that. No, because they're producers. I agree with that, B, yeah. but can they always that. pick it up? Well, yeah, he probably he did thought think that, that. And that's why, in the devil's advocate argument I'm using, that's why he does all this, because he's trying to get his clout to get back but into damn, that light. 11 movie. years, my nigga? 11 years? Look, hey, I agree. That's I gave up, bro. I, I think, I think, though, especially like coming from an artist's point of view, you don't ever really let it go. You know what I mean? Especially when you see Drake as a peer. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he and that's is my thing. Kanye's peer. And if we know anything about Kanye, whenever he decides he wanna do something, he wanna be the best. Like he wanna be right. undeniable. He wanna be number I'm one. Number one. 
Yeah. And I think it's an ego thing. I, I think, honestly, bro, if we looking at, like, even what the label expect, though, they don't expect him to beat Drake. No, but anybody he's big, do. And, and he don't have no great, like, numbers. like, Drake got more numbers, more Grammys, all these records, like, this is stuff Kanye West wanted along with dreamed the sneakers and all along with all his clothing company. Like, yeah, he's happy about the clothing company thing, but I feel like his ultimate goal was to have that going and the music going at the same time to be like, I'm Walt Disney. I'm yeah. Steve Jobs. I, I do all yeah. these different lanes exactly. and I'm still the greatest musician ever. And the fact that Drake's there, it, it eats at him. It eats at him. That like, there's no way you can tell me that doesn't eat at him. Because one of the two, like, why in the midst of this abortion argument and all of this crazy shit you tweet? No, well, let me not even say crazy. All this shit you tweeting on, putting on Twitter, you gonna just go tweet Drake with the little upset face? Like, why? Why yeah. did you do that? Even though Drake did diss him and pushing that freestyle he released earlier, but why in in the midst of all this do you put this? I don't know. Well, you know what I think it is, bro? I, I honestly think in his, just his everyday, I wake up and I be yay, like that type of stage of life. Mm-hmm. He's so secluded with everything. The nigga's in Wyoming on his... Yeah, he don't even live in Calabasas you know no more. I mean? like, bro, he don't... He's like so broken off from everything that his thoughts about shit just is eating at him the whole time. You know what I mean? So when... Chris and, and Kim say, here, nigga, here's your phone. You should tell the world about what you've been thinking about. You get this shit that they think is crazy. Like, everybody look at it and think that it's, it's crazy. But they, bro, I swear to God, I'm 100% in belief that that's what they doing. Look, they I let ain't mad at eat them. at them, and when they realize he had a, a, a boiling point, they like, That's when they hear you for them. <laughs> yeah, he, track, he ready. Track list, get the, Put the get stove the on. Here's your phone, nigga. Start, start venting. The world need to hear your thoughts. Oh, and you shit. know Kanye love that kind of shit. They probably tell him like, yo, you know what? You absolutely right. right. Yeah. The world need to hear this. You need to, you need to tell these niggas. You know what I mean? Put I, I can believe that. Okay. On in your brain. Now that you done fused fuse your theory bro. with part of my theory, I could kind of like, cause he definitely I that nigga like, I'm God, getting this bro. out. I'm getting my thoughts out. And, they and they're like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they antagonize. All right, Doom. I thought before when we was talking in group chat, I thought you was gonna come in here and be like, yo, this nigga said this about Harriet, let's go. Like I thought you was coming in here with some wild ass tape. But see, I knew that's not you, but then when I'm seeing what you're telling me in group chat, I'm like, what the fuck could this nigga come in here and say? But well, now I, I had the troll. I I had to kind of put some put some, put some sauce on it. Okay, okay. You know I, mean? I feel yep. okay. Well, now that we got the thoughts, I I'm glad I could definitely see that they antagonize him and push this on him. I could definitely see that. All right, well, word, bro, look at how you feel about all this. Just do you I mean, agree with this? Does this sound I, logical? The 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 take that Doom brought to us, I cannot deny. Take. Yeah, I cannot deny the fact that it's a he's making some really great points, especially because they see him. I never trusted debut. the Kardashians, so you know me. If you point the, you put Chris Jenner as the devil, I'm all for it, baby. Yeah. Nobody worked harder than the devil, but Chris Jenner. I tell you, 
Yeah, so all right, cool. We I'm glad we all agree on though that he's saying some some just yeah, dumb hey, shit. Wow. Yeah, he and the and the way he trying to sell shit is nuts. But hey, Drake Drake went on an Arab song and doing this that nigga, bro. Drake's stupid, dog. Crazy, Drake, yo, Drake, Drake is the funniest thing. Uh, I can't I'm I, that's why he my favorite rapper, bro. This nigga is petty, bro. This nigga is super petty. He do what he want. While Kanye ran, he put a thing on Instagram of him drinking out of a cup. Like the sipping the tea, and the next picture was him laughing with his niggas. That nigga know what he doing, bro. That nigga stupid. Yeah, I love it. I love all the pettiness. He went on that Arab song, just it's just start speaking Arabic, dissing Pusha, dissing Ye. This nigga's a clown, bro. And that, that shit, shit is hilarious. Hard. I don't know what the fuck he said in Arabic, but that shit was bars. Nigga. He said he looked like Yusuf or Hamza. Then he said, "Come here, Habibi." Then he started talking in Arabic. That shit was hard as a motherfucker, bro. That, that shit was, was lit. He got me jamming UK Arabic drill music. I'm down. Give me the UK Arab trap. I'm with it. Let's hey, go, Drizzy. Low key, low key. I think that's his. That's got to be his fourth or fifth song in a different language now. Because <laughs> he's got bro. he's got at least three Spanish tracks that I know of. But that's why he's the biggest artist in the game because here, he can do he's that. Like that's why he's the biggest because he's the only one that can do shit like that. Where I'm gonna go speak in J- Jamaican. I'm gonna go speak patois. That, that don't count. That don't count. I, I, I'm gonna go. No, but listen. <laughs> I'm gonna speak patois. I'm gonna go do the UK drill. I'm gonna speak in Spanish. I'm gonna do the French because the group part of the Greece song was in French. I'm yeah. gonna do the Arabs, the Arabic shit. If Drake starts speaking Japanese and in Chinese, it's over with. It is over with. This thing hey, is huge. There, bro. It's coming. It's over with. It's gonna be one of them K-pop there, songs. Bro. That shit gonna be booming. He's gonna have that BTS see, feature and it's gonna go crazy. I don't think he, I, I think it's gonna take the right person because I think he well, thinks yeah, BTS too corny. Like, it would, it would actually take the right person because you gotta think he, he picked and choose when he went to those different cultures. Yep, he who he used. Because the only, the only joint that I could see of that he just went to the hottest person was the Spanish tracks he did, the two Spanish tracks but he even did. Even them. Got Wait. The, o- the audio one with Romeo Santos. Romeo not the biggest nigga. Bro, you bugging the fuck out. Is he the biggest As nigga? As a nigga from the Bronx, Romeo Santos sold out the Yankee Stadium. Oh, Five real? times in one week. Oh, well, damn. Yes. Then right. he went to Madison Square Garden the next week and sold it out for a week straight. All right. Well, he the himself. biggest nigga. By All himself, right. bro. Romeo Santos is All right. the GOATS. All right. Well, he the biggest then because that Odeo song that's is nuts. The, yeah, that's, that's the only one that... He went to the the, the biggest nigga. Because other than that, you got to think about it. everybody else is coming up. Yeah, everybody else is coming up. Yeah, yeah. The, that's the only one. Yeah, no, look, I can see it coming. And that's why he's the biggest artist in the game, because he does shit like that. Right. And there was a Steve Stout said over the weekend that if Drake goes independent in this next deal, the music industry will be done. Is Facts, that, bro. Y- y'all think that fact, would happen? Bro. Because people going to start coming to him, bro. He don't gotta. He don't gotta deal with nothing. No, there's no middleman, bro. There's no. But middleman. then, yeah. then also it shows to other artists that look. If I if Drake don't have to go major label, then you shouldn't. But also at the same time, I do think some artists can go independent, but there's some who don't have the right team that may need a label well, and the yeah. money behind and it to push it's it. Some niggas that just don't have the capital because you gotta have yeah. the bread to right. do that. You and, know what and, I'm saying? Like he can fund his whole operation. Look in the yeah. entertainment industry. You could be as talented as you, you could be as talented as whatever, but if you don't know someone or have enough money, you won't make it. And that, and like, right. that's the sad thing of doing podcasts and creating content. It's like, you could make the best content, but if you don't have money to put into the marketing, to put into it, to push it, 
then then you won't get noticed. And that's with music. That's with everything. Of course, you can be the person that tweets it out and hope someone hears it. And then you grow. But you know how hard that is in this this day and age when everybody's putting money in the shit. It's yeah, not like yeah. it was in 2005 where you could pay yeah. money to the to people get to pay money to the promoter, do a show and then have your shit go over and pay a little money to the DJ under the table, having play your shit. It's not man, like 2005. That. that was that was that was some good times, man. Because look, almost all those rappers, their whole operation was being funded by drug money. Yeah, <laughs> talk about capital. And, I'll bro, get you the was, capital. That's a fact. <laughs> and, and bro, it, it also was a time where this there was no stupid. Spotify, no none of that shit. Right, you, you had to buy, to buy CDs. shit. Niggas legit would pop the trunk and sell CDs for five dollars out the back of the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and how think about how many niggas on. used to go platinum back in the day. Like, you, if you think yeah. about this, Will Smith's albums went platinum. Yeah. Like, that, 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 I don't even, I'm not even going to use a good artist. I'm going to use Will Smith. Will Smith's shits went platinum. So that's how no, you know wait, everybody's let's, going platinum. Let's use, let's use a different one because it's, it's shit. Will Smith shit went platinum because he was an actor. Let's use, like, Duro, Ice Cream Paint Job. Like, True, his, yeah. his shit went gold. And A. Bay Bay, yeah. A. Bay Bay went, I think A. Bay Bay went platinum. Yeah, it was number, it went. Because A. Bay Bay was in New York. Nigga, we was in the club. Yeah. Right? A. Bay Bay, nigga, yeah. what you talking about? Shit. Shit, Lil Flip went platinum. Fact, and that's just bro. game over Flip. Yep. <laughs> that shit is so stupid. And Chameleon that went riding dirty. Shit, Chameleon that went tech, double platinum. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, riding dirty was hate. Look, Chameleon that, that took his- That was like the ringtone era and shit. I yep. that. His shit was bringing in the dough, bro. Yo, Chameleon that went platinum on, went multi-platinum on a song, took that money, went to Silicon Valley, invested in tech before niggas knew about, before black people knew about like Thanks. tech and investing there. Chameleon is rich as fuck. I gotta, I gotta give Chameleon his props because he took Bro, that uh, one day that wonder right. money and he blew, he flipped that shit brilliantly. It's, it's crazy that you said that, and not to go too far left on the convo, but I recently saw a Chameleon interview, and the nigga was talking about like all the business ventures that he doing. This nigga is smart as fuck. oh, bro. And you know, it was his plan the whole time. It was his plan the whole time. You see how we need to put the word genius around? That's a fucking genius. No, nah, that's Facts. a fact. Like with Chameleon, the fact that, that he made a, 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 he knew that he wasn't a music guy. Nigga made a one hit wonder, said, I'm not going to be like these other rappers, buy all my chains, buy, because I'm pretty sure he said in one of his old interviews that all his chains and shit were fake, plated gold, just so niggas could think, oh, I got yeah. it like that. Took that money, went to Silicon Valley and just blew, blew the fuck up, bro. That's bro, how you he, do it. Bro, when I tell you this nigga is straight for the rest of his life, his kids. I need to kids, watch that interview, Doom, that you, that yeah, you saw. Too. I I'm going to try to find it and send you the link. But he was like sitting down with some like. Some business person, huh? Yeah, that's like, what I'm going to say. Like yeah. A legit business insider. It's type not like thing. it's not like the Breakfast Club or Hot yeah. 97. No, it's yeah. a business hey, insider. Hey, yeah. brother, brother Umar went to Hot 97 in his Breakfast Club, man. You better put some respect <laughs> on. Better put some respect on Brother Umar. I'm going to have to call your ass. Not nah, chill. Yo, I'm Dr. Not, Umar don't fuck with you, nigga. Dr. Umar don't fuck with neither one of us. Uh, yeah. He white women. Dr. Dr. Don't Umar don't fuck with us, bro. Dr. Umar, Dr. Umar don't fuck with Doom because Doom associated with us. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Dr. Umar don't fuck with none of us, dog. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, let's get to some. But yeah, no, I'm glad we just talked about that Drake going independent shit because that shit will be crazy if he does. His deal about to be up. I don't know if he... He should... 
But I think Lucian Grange gonna give him the bag. He might get the biggest bag ever in music. Or they're they gonna, give him gonna some, throw him everything they can. They gonna or they're gonna give him his can. masters or some of his masters. They're gonna give him like nothing was the same on and keep take care. I mean that's if, what I would do. If, 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 if I'm trying, trying to keep, keep him, him, yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to keep him, keep I would say I keep everything pre-take care and take care. You take everything onward. And if I think that could keep him. If not, that's then too, if not, that's, go independent. That's a good ass deal for Drake. Yep, and that's what I'm saying because he gets started from the bottom. He get he get all the that's legend energy, he get all that stuff. Yeah, he get all that. The only thing they get really oh. is is Yolo. Hell yeah, fucking right in Marvin's room. But that'll make money for forever. The, yeah, about those say, songs. I, if I was the company, and, I want and they get be, and they get be, and they get best I ever had. <laughs> so it's like. Yo, I, if I'm the company, I'm not. I can't beat yeah. that. Those four songs, they are gonna make money on that for forever. Right. So it's like we gonna we gonna see how that shit play out. But uh, I want to ask you. Oh no, not that I want to ask you. We gotta talk about this. Oh man, Tory Lanes. Tory went from the biggest come up over quarantine to this nigga just blew it all away. If it's true, because this is still alleged. Yep. But Doom said it, it's getting more and more true as the day come on. I gotta wait and see what Tory say, but man, if Tory Lane shot Meg in the foot, this nigga is the biggest clown ever. I don't understand what would make you shoot a woman. I don't. I don't like. I don't get why he would do that shit. And I feel like even if, if is if this he Chris did it on Brown purpose, bad? That right. If I say if he did it on it's purpose, worse. he yeah. is done. Right. But if he did it by accident on some Plaxico Burrow shit, excuse my age. Then this yeah, makes Plexico you look like Burris. an idiot. <laughs> this makes you look like an idiot if he if he shot her by accident. You know what I'm saying? So like, either way, it's a bad look. And and, and that's what I'm hoping it is because I've been hearing a lot of the theories. They they got some shit basically going around saying that these niggas was about to get Tory Bricks, and he just didn't know how to how to aim the gun, and you know, shit went crazy. I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. But I will say this. If that nigga intentionally was shooting at Meg, bro. He done, bro. Yes, yeah, so I can't support him no more. It would be a fucking amazing, bro, at how you can go on a run that he did and literally undo all that progress in, in one night. One situation. Yeah, bro, that's worse. To me, that's worse one than night, the rise. Wait, the whole thing, that's bro. worse than the rise and fall of 6ix9ine. Even though 6ix9ine will never have the respect and every, like, that's worse because Tory Lanez was about to be a pop star. He, Facts. everything he wanted, everything he didn't, he had talked about on interviews, he was getting, and just with the pull of a trigger, it's over with. Yep, like, and it's worse than 6ix9ine, because we can argue that 6ix9ine come up was somewhat overnight. Yeah. Like, Tory Lane's been- He worked hard for this. He worked hard for that, yeah. I was in high school, bro. That's yep. what I'm saying. Facts. You know what I mean? Like this nigga, niggas don't realize, Tory probably close to 15 years in the game. And then talk about the years where he was, even before, like, we heard about him in high school, but think about the years where he was talking about he was in the Toronto malls handing out CDs, like we was just talking about mixtapes, and how Drake didn't even want to acknowledge him when Drake right. was doing So Far Gone and shit and Take Care. Like, this nigga been working since then, and it's like, all of that for, yo. To get to this point, and then for it to just... To just to see go your stock down, just plummet like that. Like this nigga had TV oh. show deals. He had Whew. that. I'm telling oh you, my, my boy would have got his. He would have got his sneaker deal. He would have got his exclusives, boy. Oh my god! He would have been able to and, choose and which I, name brand. I just want to show y'all how I go back full circle. 
one of those Kardashian bitches was at the center of that. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, you lying. Who? Who was this that? Was the, yeah, he was at the dinner house. Yeah, he was. This happened at the dinner residence. Yeah, he was. Look, I ain't gonna hold y'all, bro. I may have to watch this season, bro. I may have to watch this season. No, he was, because it was Meg and her spicy, bro. On live, the thing that, the way we noticed, because it was Meg, her on live, and then Tori come in and Meg was like, Tori, get out my, don't get my phone wet. And then that's, that's what we saw. Bro. Yeah, this he, this season about to be spicy, my nigga. I may have yeah, to plug I'm in, bro. It's three episodes left to the season finale. Those three episodes gonna be the most craziest shit. You ever bro, might get my ass to tune in. I ain't never watched an episode of that shit. Yeah, I'm going to watch look, episode. If we get I the Tory shooting, if we get this Kanye uh back behind the scenes political rally, I'm watching it. Both I'm about things. to invest into some e network stuff. <laughs> I'm watching. My phone at. Oh about shit! To blow up. Yo. Look, all of, I agree with everything we didn't said, but if Tory is convicted of this and he did this, cool. it's over it on for purpose. Him. He a clown. Oh. Yeah, if he did it on purpose, that's the thing. If he did it on purpose, wanting to hurt her and shoot her, then it's over for him. And I can't jam chicks tape no more. All that shit is done, and that's worse than Chris Brown. That's worse. Yes, you shoot a bitch. Damn. <laughs> you, went to, you, went you went to Corey? hurt. You went to really hurt her. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Brown. Beat her and, and that's one hundred percent horrible. And, but Tory Lane shot someone. That that's right. on a whole nother level. Like I, I will say this, y'all niggas might get on my ass, but if R. Kelly can still be on my playlist after what he did, <laughs> I'm not getting chicks tapes out of here. <laughs> I'm still listening to chicks tape. Fuck hey, that. <laughs> the other day I saw somebody tweet that shit the other day. They said, "Look, I ain't gonna hold y'all. It's been almost a year, and I still been bumping R. Kelly." Yo, I can, I'm, look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't jam R. Kelly, but me and my girlfriend was driving and uh, fucking Tory Lane's controller came on and she looked at me, I looked at her. She said, don't turn it. And I just kept driving and he was jamming controller. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. But yo, prayers to Meg. Because Meg really Thanks, came bro. out and was like, she was hurting. She said people clowning her. Dre Drea, you, you silly for clowning Meg. Women got to be together. You know you wrong for that, Drea. Meg, you was a victim. And the fact that they making Harlem Nights memes about you, like you Della Reese and Tori Eddie shooting you in your pinky toe, that's fucked up, Meg. We got your back over here at Bros Who Think. Solidity, my girl. Fuck Tori Lanes if that nigga shot you on purpose. But you need to say what happened. If like, if that really happened. Yeah, stop clowning. Stop beating around the bush. I understand you trying to protect that nigga, but like, if he actually shot you on purpose, say it. Now, if it's with Doomsday and y'all was trying to rob him, that's why your ass not saying that. Well, I don't think it was them trying to rob him. Oh. The, the theory is it's like there was somebody ran up on him or thought they was getting robbed or some shit. Oh, and Tori accidentally shot him. Shit up and just, you know, hit the wrong target. Damn you know right. what I'm saying? Okay. That's when real. they was pulling out the joke. They brought up that, that old-ass video of Tori getting his shot blocked. Yeah, saying he's not good at shooting and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I hope it's that doom. I hope I pray it's that. And I think they just not talking about it because it must be some open legal shit they can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, okay. Investigation going on, but I hope that he didn't legit take a shot at her. Yeah, same. Because that would be Tory being that corny of that being that nigga. Yeah, I know. That don't seem it like a Tory Lanez thing. It a new level of corny nigga to get mad at a female and pull out your gun and start shooting. Yeah, that's... Because even and, the corniest of niggas, I've never heard of a nigga doing that. 
That's what I'm saying. I didn't hear the niggas. This is give niggas reasons to shoot him in you know the foot. I didn't hear niggas got, do shit like they keyed a girl car. I didn't hear like Brooklyn face. I didn't hear niggas keying a girl car being with they corny niggas. I didn't hear that. That's corny that's niggas. Corny. That's what I'm that's saying. I didn't, corny. Heard, I didn't hear niggas do corny shit like that, but never try to shoot somebody. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's ooh, Tory man. You, I would lose respect for him. That's for sure. But all right, the the next thing. Speaking of corny niggas, is Rick Ross corny now for the August yes. Alcina song? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I want to be the first one to make a comment because <laughs> Teflon Dawn is one of my all time favorite <laughs> albums, front to back, back to front. I am. Utterly disgusted that the feature on that song is Rose. <laughs> Officer Ricky, you have been demoted a, to Officer Ricky now. I'm a, Damn, I'm and, I, and I know Brooklyn a Rick Ross fan too, though. That's the thing. I'm gonna say this, bro. If I'm Rick Ross and I get the phone call <laughs> and it's fucking August on the other end hollering about yo, I'm dropping <laughs> this entanglement track. I got it's- a verse for you, my nigga. <laughs> I'm recording that same night. He ain't fuck Jada. Why not get in on his streaming money, man? Ross is a businessman. He bought his coins. I respect that. I respect that. He don't look corny, don't do him. Come on, man. I don't think so, bro. All he doing, he put a verse on it. He said he had a will bar. He had a Jada bar. He had an entanglement bar. If he would, if Ross would have been talking about one of his own relationships or something else, that's not corny. But he was talking, he was being chatty patty with August about the situation. And you didn't call August a corn dog. It made him look bad, bro. He that is. that Will and Jada bar is 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 kind of super corny from Ross. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm saying at least from my point of view, what difference is adding a verse on the song any different from niggas posting the memes? And, and he was just you right making That's fun true. of the same situation everybody else was making fun of. That's okay. true. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, well, look, not man. get in on it. Well, look, get in on it, but don't do, don't be on the song with the nigga, because that's what he talking about. Like, I don't know. The tweets tweets are there, but that song is forever. There's a way to, there's a way to be, make the memes. And Ross could even make, put his Will and Jada verse in another song and it would have been hard. Niggas been like, oh, he said entangled. Like if he would have, if it would have been on a Raw song or a Meek song where he said the entanglement bar, niggas would have been like, Damn, what Will gonna say? What that's gonna get more hype? That's gonna be like damn than him right. being in the entanglement song. And I think yeah. that's the reason why the Ray J I hit it first song has a feature from uh, artists that nobody gave a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? Because like, who would have been brave enough at that I don't time? Even, I don't even know who it is. Bobby Brackens. I had to look it up for I said. Damn, I didn't know Bobby Brackens was on. <laughs> and low key, Bobby Brackens' career was not the same since uh, I hit it first. Because that's suicide, bro. Why would you look? Yeah. I'm not being no chatty patty with you, bro, about what you did in the bed. No, you know, Will, you know, Will sent Ross a text like, damn, Ross, you did that for real, right? Like, he it bro- would have been better if it was on a, I'm telling you, dude, it would have been harder if it was on it, like Maybach His Music shit, 7. Yeah. Like, if it was on but, Maybach Music 7, he would have been yeah, like, I'm I trying to jade him, I'm Will. <laughs> there was a huge difference at how niggas viewed Kim at that point in the timeline. Oh, and then how we use Jada. Jada. Yeah. Nah, fuck like, that. Nigga, hit, right now, she the same with me. <laughs> you hit Will Smith, bitch, my nigga. That's like, that's a body that you gotta, like. Nah, nigga, she belonged to the Jada. streets. She belonged to the streets. Yeah, Jada belongs I mean, to the streets right now. 
<laughs> nah, forever. Because all she's doing it is clearing the air. And all I can think of is, so how long you been for the streets? <laughs> Have you been for the but, streets this whole time? Will for the streets. Will been fucking Margot Robbie, Angelina point. Jolie. Uh, they for the streets. Was that, the that streets, lady bro. in Hitch? That that Eva Mendez, that beautiful Ooh. lady. Will Smith is a dog, about bro. That one. Like, okay, Jada, you could do what you want. Jada chose August. Like all the niggas she chose. Like Jada lost. Big L. Look, at, look how much of a chatty patty he is. Nigga made a song out of it. Jada like, should have chose like Idris Elba. That's like, the white body. Bro. Like he should have chose. She should have chose Idris Elba, Denzel. She, if she wanted a young nigga, choose Michael B. Jordan. She oh. chose August Alcina. L. Whack body. Bro. That's a fat L, bro. Especially when you're comparing it to Willis. Yeah, Willis right. is nuts. Like that's super, super nuts. But I just wanted to see if y'all thought Ross was corny because yeah. August super corny for that I'm song. Done. I'm here for it. Do your thing, Ross. But uh, okay, you think August corny for making a song? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's, it's different because, like, I look at August as a nigga where the nigga career was at a point where uh-huh. if he don't do that, he, we he, don't really give a fuck about it. Yeah, he album. down and out. And you know okay. what? All right, if you put it like that, you're right. He got to make that song. He has to. You're right. All right. It's, it's corny because you know why he did it, but it's like, if I'm August Alcina, that's just like saying, nigga, if I hit Jada. You think I'm about to just not say I hit you? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I would yeah, expect man. you to come on the pod and tell us. I would, I would expect I have that. to, my nigga. I have to. <laughs> and we call you corny, but behind the scenes, we'd be like, yeah, nigga. But I would do just like August. I'd wear the corny nigga shit. Well, because of what would come with it. Have to. Yeah. I guess I guess it's because I was when I when I clicked on the song, right? All I could think of in my head when I clicked on the song the first time to play it was if it's corny. But it bumped like I had it first, dude. Yeah, see, that's I can't another be mad. Yeah. The song was first went so hard, bro, that I was like, you know what? I hit it, I hit it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't nobody singing entanglements. That's, that's like the word kind of sucks. Entanglement shit was trash. Entanglements. Yeah. You know like, no, yeah. nigga, I'm not gonna go around saying entanglements. Like, no, like who says that shit, bro? Like, come on, fam. But yeah, that's August. Uh, <laughs> two quick business things. Shout out to Logic. I know Logic saying he retiring, but I understand why. When Twitch is offering you a million dollar deal to come Twitch and stream all day, of course I'm gonna take care of my kids if Thanks. all I gotta do is play video games and be on Twitch. What the fuck? Like that nigga can do whatever now. Shout out to him. Also, Doom send me a. I mean, does he I have to be good? I don't think he's good. I think is he, he is he is he gonna be doing shit that I would want to actually watch. Like I, I get that it's logic, but I don't think that niggas give a fuck about logic enough. See, that's why I'm gonna disagree. That's a, that's a I Look, watch. Let me tell you what logic album sales is, because logic well, has yeah, a fan I mean, base. That's like no, Eminem. No, I don't no, want to see no, his no, fucking no. album sales. No, yeah, look, I I don't I'm, think I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. I know he sells. Okay, yeah, me too. And, I know and, that. Yeah, and that's the people I think gonna go watch the stream because Twitch right now is in a point where Ninja left and one other True. big big person left. Yeah. They're just trying to keep people coming in. And Logic has a fan base that will definitely go to Twitch and give him at least 50,000 watches every time he streams. Right. Yeah. No matter if he's good or but, not. But let me ask you this. Do you think this is Twitch trying to get ahead of the Facebook gaming curve? Oh, 1,000%. 1 million percent. Facebook corny Facebook fuck. gaming, they about to fuck the whole marketplace up. I mean, that shit. I'm streaming I, niggas. I'm going to start it's, streaming it's on there over Twitch instead of if, if Facebook killing it because you got a built-in friend Microsoft, thing in it. Microsoft killed their little version of Twitch 
because they're of Facebook? migrating to Facebook gaming. Real. Well, that well, dude, like I didn't even know that. With Microsoft. That's like two powerhouses. I just want you to know that. With. Well, that's Facebook that's, in your house is dangerous, you right? You gotta try something. Let me tell you what Twitch gonna do then. Twitch go if Microsoft is, is going with Facebook, that's gonna be an Xbox property. Twitch right. gonna have to partner with PlayStation. They and I think no this and I think Twitch is trying to build up the catalog to show PlayStation, don't make your own, partner with us. And I think they're gonna build this catalog to get it to where they can partner. Bro, I don't know. Cause we, we you gotta think the main platform that niggas on Twitch and shit play on is PC. That's, that's Microsoft. Too. They they got it. Like that's true. I too. think this is this is Twitch saying, nigga, we done. Let's just try some shit some, and hope fucking logic can save us. <laughs> well, uh, look, if they're smart, they'll give it to they'll give it to more. I think well, I think it's gonna be more than logic. I think we're gonna see deals coming out to more people. Yeah, well, that's yeah, of course. I yeah. think logic was just the first the one. The first one. Announced, True. Losing Ninja, bro, you gotta you gotta be losing Ninja out is huge. left and right right now. Like yeah. you gotta be trying to figure out how to fuck and in the bag. Drake got with caffeine, so right. And I and I don't fuck with caffeine, bro. I tried to watch the URL shit on there, like it was caffeine. Shit is whack. Yeah, I tried, caffeine kind of yeah, I try to watch some stuff over and, there. And I and I and shout out to Loaded Lux. Shout out to Daylight. I watched them battles. Loaded Lux eight eight on uh Sue Surf. I thought Sue Surf had a shot, and I know this is not the battle rap pod. But I thought Sue Surf was gonna do some shit. Daylight, I mean not daylight, uh Loaded Lux ate his ass and then Daylight fucked up uh Tay Rock. That shit was hard. But Bro, we not we not a battle rap pod. So man, daylight and, and I, I won't get too deep on it, but daylight went nuts. Not into battle rap. And you still kind of on the fence about whether you should fuck with it or not. Go watch that battle. Watch Daylight round three. Yeah, Crazy. Wait, wait, with his where he just started using all different type of rock metaphors and everything, bro. I, bro that nigga went oh, from stones man. to like to like uh to like different words of how rock is used in phrases to different like celebrities, then to just different rock bands, rock mute. Like nah, the way the word the amount of different ways he utilized the word rock in a rap song and the me- and the messages behind the word rock was fucking nuts. Bro. I have never heard wordplay on like that, that. High yeah, in a long fucking time, bro. No, I agree. That, that nigga sh- daylight is a monster, bro. He gonna beat a Loaded monster. Lux. I think he gonna beat Lux. And, and I'll keep it a bean, bro. I'll keep it a bean. I don't even like battle rap. I never was really into it. I only checked it out because they kept hy- hyping it on Joe Button shit. Same. So I was like, you know what, man? Let me. I, I ain't doing shit. Let me go check this battle out. <laughs> I watched that entire battle and that round three, bro. Crazy. I literally only crazy. started watching battle rap. If I was Tay Rock, I would have been like, you know what, bro? Fuck these other rounds. I'm done. Yeah, I'm the no same. <laughs> exactly. I only started watching battle rap once I found out them wilding out niggas actually did that in real life. And then I was like, oh, shit, these niggas do that. And That's then I would I watch every again. now and again. And <laughs> yo, daylight. Ooh, that shit was nuts, bro. That shit was crazy. I'm serious, bro. Also, shout out to I'm Kevin serious. Garnett. I hope right now he's in a bidding war with his partners to buy the Timberwolves, but also the Minnesota Vikings owners are trying to get it. So if they're trying to get it, I can see them getting it over the KG group. But if KG gets it, that's big. Shout out that's to Kevin huge. Garnett. That would be, be dope huge, to see. Huge, bro. I would want him. We need he would, black ownership. That would be better than the Miami Vikings people getting it because... Kevin Garnett would actually care about the team. It would end up being a good team. Yeah. Those football people don't really know too much about it. They're just trying to make more money. Right. That's all they worry and about. Bro, the it would be a great look if we had somebody black that could come into an organization 
And turn it around. Like you said, not just be into it for as an investment, but somebody that actually give a fuck about the organization, it would show the rest of the league like, yo, we got to step our shit up because this nigga's black, he's an owner, and he's doing a better job than us. Yep. You know what Mike, I mean? Mike, open the door for more black owners. Yep, and Mike is the worst owner right now. His team don't win, so we yeah. need a black owner that got a winning team. Mike team is trash. Don't the Hornets. Mike Mike is one of the worst owners ever. Yeah. Mike can't draft. Mike it's just so bad over there. But speaking of that, basketball is back and me and Doom got to get to watching the Pelicans before I do Bros who ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but real shit, we didn't have nothing else. But the Pels are back in, in serious though. Me and Doom got to go watch that. Uh Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me at all social medias at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. But, dude, what you were saying, my brother? No, nah, I was just going to say, the Pels is busting the Nets' ass. They oh, they play good. right now? Yeah, they look good. Oh, I got to go like, check that out. It's like the third quarter right now. Oh, I got to go jump in that. All right, dude, tell the people they can find you at all social media. <laughs> at Lil Doom, SJ, Instagram and Twitter, man. I'm y'all going to make sure y'all follow Doom. Y'all can follow me at, oh, no. Never mind, I do mine at the end. All right, let's get into the Darylin song right now. Use me. Let's get into that right now. Baby, can you tell me what's really going on? I can't help it. You make a girl want to fall in love. A break for a minute, we beg. You call me right on time, so I know where it's at. When making love, I feel close to you, and I'm next to you. So.
Dara Lynn for the world premiere of her new song, Use Me. Well, it's not a new song. Her song, Use Me, it's new to me. Shout out to her. Super, super dope. Y'all make sure y'all go follow her on social media and check out her song, Use Me. But it's that time of the pod is always where we break down sports. And yes, redrafts are done. We are done redrafting, at least for now. We are done making up all these topics. We got sports to be back. We got sports to talk about. The NBA is playing. The MLB is playing. The MLS is playing. What else is playing, Schubert, that I missed? UFC, UFC, golf, sports are back, even though I don't think we're going to get football. And I got a question I'm going to ask Schubert in a little bit. But joining me as always is my co-host of Bros Who Ball, part of this Bros Who Think podcast. At the bottom, we got Adam Schubert. And to my left, we got Justin Batista. You notice I'm good at it now because when I want to point to the left because of the camera, I got to go this way. Schubert, I know you see the Pulp Fiction shirt on the boy. Got some new graphic tees. I see you out there with your Dallas Mavericks shirt and then Justin supporting UL. Justin, how you doing today, my brother? I'm doing good. Are you happy that basketball is back? Did it feel weird seeing them play again? Not really. It, it just felt good seeing seeing basketball back on TV again. I'm never gonna take it for granted ever again. Yeah, it's just it's it, it felt it feels like really good to see the players that that you've been seeing. You know. It's been like four months. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I'm just I'm never taking it for granted again. I love basketball, and and not having it showed me just how much I love it. Right, right, right. Just seeing all those guys back back on the floor, you know, them playing, just the free play, the free flow, just being back in that in that style, and just being back on the floor, it was great to see. One thousand percent, Schubert. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing all right. It was also good to see the NBA come back. I thought this morning, I was like, am I really going to watch an NBA scrimmage? But when <laughs> I turned yeah. on the Dallas, Denver Nuggets one, I was like, dang, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this. this. But it does have it does have that uh, summer league or like Olympic basketball feel Ooh, to let's, it. Like, let's talk about that because I got two questions to ask. I got a question that's after this that's a little more open-ended. But that's just a scrimmage, maybe. But I wanted to I wanted to ask y'all, how did y'all feel about how the games look? I feel like when there's more actual game, like when it's the eight games that they're playing for the playoffs and then the playoffs, I don't know if you saw during some of those games, they brought a Zoom picture of, they, well, they brought in a crowd that was somewhere else, I think, or like, or maybe that was an old crowd. I don't know, what, whichever one it was, I think it worked. I don't think I missed necessarily the fan aspect. I think it looked good. At least the Fox Sports uh, broadcast, because I know one of the ESPN had the Zoom calls of the broadcasters at the top. I didn't like that shit. That shit was Ugh. stupid. I liked how uh, Fox Sports New Orleans did it, where they didn't, ha- where it was just a full screen of the game, and then you heard the announcers talk. That, to me, worked. Don't put the Zoom call of the people in front. That, that's that was just, annoying. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. But I think the no fans, I... I didn't really notice it. Like I, I mean, you know, you notice it, but it wasn't, it wasn't as awkward as I thought it was going to be. I got to say, the NBA did a good job of covering it up. It, it reminded me more of Olympic basketball than summer league. That was a good call. And yeah. I, just, I just think, like, even though it's no fans, I just think it's still intense. It's, it's still like that. It's oh still, yeah, you know, it's, I, it's still hooping. Yeah, and it's as, not park ball. It's not college. It's not. It didn't feel like any of that. Like she was at the most, it felt like Olympic basketball, but it still was NBA to me. Yeah. Which we would have had this year. Yeah. And look, I like how the court looks. I'm not going to lie to you. Some people are saying they need to add more paint to it. I thought the court looked just fine. I couldn't tell that they were in a hotel. That's another thing. I, could, I couldn't tell that that was a hotel. That's true. 
So I, I I thought it just worked really well on all fronts on the NBA. I wanted to ask you this, Schubert, because I know Justin. Well, Justin, you can answer this question too. Schubert, if you had to choose, what would you rather? If if a genie came to you in a bottle that said, "All right, for the rest of this year, going into next year, you will get movies." instantly whether vod driving you would get new movies you'd get the ability to watch movies or you get the nfl season or you, or you get the nfl season the caveat is if you choose movies you'll get college football spring ball will start in uh in uh in the normal time that spring ball starts and they may start the college football season in June just because of what happened. So what, what would you take? Either what no happens football, to college football. And, and the other one, you, you don't get it until the following year. Oh, well, then I go with the movies because they don't matter to NFL to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro, I'm, if I could get movies over football, I'm taking it. Justin, what you taking, movies or football? Uh, I don't really do. I know you don't do either. That's why. That's why I wanted to ask Schubert, but I, I didn't want to. I will. Leave you out. I will say it sounds like ESPN and all the the people on TV would rather just do a Madden NFL season for all the anal- analyzing we've done on this Madden football game. The most Bro- analyzed Madden football game of all time. I, I gotta say, as much as Omar Raja did a great job at House of Highlights and what he did for BR. His sports center internet content is not the same. It has been just, it, it has not been good. Like, I got to be honest. Like, I'm a huge fan of what Omar Raja did at House of Highlights. He's a, an innovator. He's someone that is is creative as hell. He is, Dan. I, I like to call him one of those geniuses that innovate something in our field. And he did it. Such an amazing job over there with Bleacher Report and House of Highlights. What do you, what, I don't know if it's him or if it's, I got to assume it's ESPN holding the reins on him and making him do more of what they want to do than what he wants to do. Because I don't like the content he's been putting out on the sports center, Instagram, Twitter, on none of it. It's not, it's not, it hasn't been good. And maybe well, that's man. because sports aren't here, but even when sports weren't happening at House of Highlights during the summer, they always had good content rolling. I don't you know, know. Yeah, I mean, we've we've heard all the time that ESPN, you know, pulls the strings behind their that's content true. creators. So, and I think that's happening to him one thousand percent. But Schubert, I'm glad we're on the same page that we will choose movies over football. I'm glad. But well, you're more I mean, of a college football was, guy. Yeah, it was just for college football. Anything like you're, te- you know, I'd rather, you know, I could go without NFL football. If I could get at least the SEC season. See, yeah, I'm, I miss movies so much, man, but glad we have the NBA back. Let's talk some hoops. Let's start off with the New Orleans Pelicans who came in and rocked the Nets 99-68. to 68. The Nets should not be in the bubble. Justin, should the Nets be in the fucking bubble? They, they looked horrible. <sighs> you know they shouldn't. All the players, they're all – the reason why that they shouldn't be is because most of their players aren't there. Most Facts. Of their aren't there, so – I mean, I guess it's good for them to see, you know, what they, Who they got season, get some some guys to get some reps in. But, you know, a lot of their main players aren't, aren't playing. True. What do you think of the Pelicans? I'm going to start with you, Justin. Would you B.I., I'm going to give some stats. B.I. played only 10 minutes. Brandon Ingram had 12 points. He shot four for seven. He uh, shot three from five from the three-point line, one for one from the free throw. He had two rebounds, two assists. He was plus seven. Uh, Nicolo Melli had seven points for 17 minutes, had uh, four rebounds. He shot one for three from three. Jackson Hayes, two points. Drew Holiday, 10 points. 
Uh, he shot one four for nine from the field. Lonzo Ball had eight points, three for nine, two for five from the three-point line, uh, three rebounds and three assists, but he only played um, 19 minutes. Also, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had 14. Etwan Moore had 14. Frank Jackson had nine. Jalil Okafor had 10. This was mostly the scrubs playing, as Schubert liked to say in our group chat. What do you think of the Pelicans? These guys are not not scrubs. I know, I know. <laughs> I know it's it's not the but yeah, I know. Of course it's, it's not, not the starters and it's not Zion. It's not Zion, but this team, I'm really starting to love this Pelicans team more. Every every time I watch them, you know, even like I've watched a couple of old games though, I'm starting to like them more and more. Like they they're a really deep team. They they don't have Zion right now, and this team is just playing like they just whoop the nets. Yep. Uh, you got Drew, you got Frank Jackson, you got Okafor and Nikel. Like, this team is really deep, man. I really feel like they, they can make some noise. They can make that playoff run and make some noise in the playoffs. Like, they have a true upside. And with the Lakers losing Avery Bradley, I'm not saying the Pels can can win the series, but I'm saying they can definitely make it interesting. Definitely make it exciting. I mean, last time they played the Lakers, Zion had 35 on them. Huh? And Bi wasn't. Bi was nervous. Brandon Ingram does not look nervous right now. Brandon Ingram looks focused. He looks like a killer. Bi got twelve points in ten minutes. Super, super fast. This team excites me so much. Schubert, what did you think of what you saw? I also want to add to the fact of isn't it crazy the the how the media isn't really covering Zion? And I understand he has a fa- family issue. Wait. I understand he has a family issue, but if that was LeBron, if that was Tom Brady, if that was Drew Brees, if that was any major star of Zion's caliber, he would. I felt like the media would have tried to report on what was going on with his family, but I do appreciate that they're taking it seriously. Also, the tests have come back. He's been tested daily for COVID. It's been negative. Let's hope it stays that way so Zion doesn't have to uh, sit out um, any amount of time so he can play on all these games. Hopefully, and he said he'll be playing, so hopefully he'll be back on the 31st. But what did you think of, of the Pelicans? And what do you think about just my, my little is, – is it weird that I think that? Like, I just feel like the media normally would blow it well, out I mean, of the water. I don't think Zion is like LeBron. I True. Mean, like, that's like kind of like a pretty pretty big thing. Like, but young but young LeBron, they would have did the same thing for. Like, Zion has the most – Well, crowd. I don't even think he's young LeBron. Like, I, you know, I'm I just talking, don't think that he's got that – I don't think that that's where he's at. I think like his popularity I, is at that. That's I'm talking just talking about popularity, not skill or anything like that. I'm, I'm talking about how the well, media pretty, perceives him. Well, I mean, I just feel like everyone kind of understands what's happening, and it's like anything more to more prying into that is just like, why are you doing that? I mean, it's just a little that's overkill. True. That it's is like, true. You know, we get it. He's a, he's doing. There's something going on with his family. Probably someone's sick. Probably has, and hopefully he's, not. You know, yeah. And he's there just to be there for his family. I think that he'll probably come back at some point. You know, I, I think don't he'll know be if he'll play against one. the Jazz. If he's not, si- I if mean, he's- if he if if he's gonna play against the Jazz, he's got to show up tomorrow or Saturday, like before yeah, somewhere gotta, in between. Then he's got to show up Saturday. And it, but the thing is, is when he shows up, as long as the tests are negative, he's okay. I don't so, know. I mean, I, I w- if after what I saw today, I don't really think the Pelicans need to be that too concerned about it. We just I mean, we just need him back before that play-in game, and like we need him back. You know, we yeah, gotta yeah. have him in the eight games to win. I, I think. But I mean, when it comes to like what we saw today, it's you know I wouldn't say the Pelicans are you know are scrubs in any sort of way when it comes to who they put out on the bench. Like I feel like what Jalil Okafor and Etwan Moore showed in the 
second half of that game was that you know they're going to be able to compete out there and you know you know Etuan's a streaky player who's got you know the, I think a lot of the pe- people you know we've talked about Kemba and his tournament experience before like people who have played in like these tournaments are going to like come out and you know really perform <laughs> let's when, not when act need like, be. let's not act like Etuan wasn't a, a killer at Purdue but I mean like <laughs> if if we're looking at Etuan and like KCP, I mean, I would take Etuan. And that's what I was about to say. Why didn't I'm shocked that Etuan Moore didn't get bought out in the bought out period? Because you know who could have used him? The Lakers could have used Etuan Moore big time. Like Etuan Moore would have made a big difference for that Lakers squad and having an extra guard. We'll get to see how they play tomorrow against the uh, Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. But Man, I'm just really excited. Y'all, y'all have said it all. Like the back, the background, the backup players look good. The starters look good. I, I think the shooting coach for the Pelicans need to get a max contract because what that man did to change Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball shot has been phenomenal. Those dudes do not shoot the same way as they did when they first came in the league, when their second year or their third year. The the Lakers need to be ashamed of how they're skills and development coaches are because there's no way they should have got rid of these two dudes. These two dudes are diamonds in the rough. And now there's, we're seeing their diamond form. I understand Anthony Davis is a superstar and he works really well with LeBron, but you can't tell me that if, if LeBron had all-star Brandon Ingram and about to be all-star Lonzo ball, he wouldn't be in a better position just for the way that the players that LeBron usually has around him are more like them than Anthony Davis. And we've seen when LeBron has big men, they're kind of getting pushed in the background. I don't think Anthony Davis will be that because they need him. But I just feel like if LeBron had this B.I. and this Lonzo Ball, I think he would win a championship more so than I think right now. And I know that's crazy to say because Anthony Davis is so good. I just think those two players fit more with you, their skill set. You don't think you don't think he would have stunted their growth? Uh, I think if they would have had the right skills and development coaches, it would have worked more because LeBron needs that guy in the fourth quarter, like a Kyrie Irving. And I think that's Brandon Ingram who can, you can give him the ball in the post and he hit a, he hit a fadeaway Kobe S jumper, or he can hit clutch shots. Justin, am I crazy for thinking that? No, I mean, I don't really want, want, want I don't want to blame it on the skills coach for for. Oh yeah, no, no, no! Don't don't blame me. Yeah, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying, if LeBron had All Star Brandon Ingram and this year's Lonzo Ball, doesn't that just for the fact that he plays better with guards, doesn't doesn't that seem like oh maybe this team would have been, like maybe they should have tried to get rid of Kuzma and kept Brandon Ingram if they could. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely because of what Brendan Ingram has become. I mean, he's almost, you don't want to say he's hes a Kyrie Irving, but the way he's playing, I mean, he's scoring the ball. He's going off. He would be a, a great Robin for LeBron. Right, and then Lonzo, is, he's bringing the ball down. He's taking care of the ball. He's playing defense, and he's making the open shot. Knocking down open threes, playing amazing defense. Right, so you are, you could be right to say that they could probably win a championship with those two guys. But that's what, and that, that's just my thought. Yeah, definitely. But being on the Pelicans, I and I don't want to say that LeBron would stop their growth, but it's just that they have more freedom to grow. You know, playing with that's true. LeBron, hear other players say it's some pressure. Facts that that comes playing with Bron. So I think by them, you know, having their own team and you saying, you know, you guys are are the main guys is making them more comfortable. And I think that's why what we're seeing the growth that we've seen from those two young, young players. 
All right. I, I, I like what both you and Schubert said. This is the episode where I'm acknowledging that my co-host may have better takes than me. I did that early in the show with Doom. And, and I do like what you and Schubert say. I, I think it's a combination of what I'm saying and what y'all are saying. I think it's a mixture of the fact that L.A. was a very big bright lights for those two gentlemen. Lonzo in the fact being around his family and we know what his father's like. Him getting away from there. Brandon Ingram being a small town kid from Carolina, preferring the South to the big West Coast city. Back in the South, closer to his family. Lonzo Ball getting a new, a new sense of, of uh, a new, just a new atmosphere. Le- the pressure of being with LeBron, like both you and Schubert said, not necessarily stunning their growth, but not allowing them to be having the freedom of being the star players that we see right now. And I got to give it on the strength in the, um, not the strength and conditioning, no, the skills and development coaches, because like I said, what Fred Vincent did with their shots yeah, is, is absolutely amazing. Like these dudes, Fred Vincent needs to get a max contract for the Pelicans. He is an amazing coach. And the fact is, if I'm a Pelicans fan, like I am, but if I'm a, a Pelicans fan out there, or if I'm someone from Louisiana, I want to immediately become a Pelicans fan because the future is bright to me. What David Griffin in uh oh man, how am I forgetting my guy's name who went to Duke? Um, Schubert, what's the other GM's name? How am I forgetting his name right now? Oh man, oh, uh, it's 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 David Griffin, Swin Cash, and uh, I don't know how, why I'm forgetting his name right now, but uh, but anyway, what they're building seems very Spurs esque. It's like they're building a team with. Great. Oh, Trajan Langdon. With Trajan Langdon, David Griffin, and Swin Cash are building, it's like this mini Spurs team where we're going to have young guys come in and we can develop them and make them right for our team and fit the fit the mold. And we see that happening with these young guys. Ho- hopefully, Nikhil Alexander-Walker can grow into the player that we want him to be because he was a little erratic tonight and he definitely shot some unnecessary shots, but that comes with youth and hopefully we can grow into it. But what I saw from Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, and the, and the rest of the guys, it makes me really excited for this Pelicans team, and the Grizzlies need to be worried. Uh, Justin and Schubert did not watch the uh, Clippers game, but it wasn't too much from that game. Uh, like, like we talked about, it's a lot of uh, players playing not very many minutes. Uh, Kawhi played, I believe. Hold on, let me see what, what, what my boy Kawhi played. Kawhi played 19 minutes, had nine points. Uh, Reggie Jackson played 18 minutes. Paul George played 19 minutes. I think it's interesting that they start Reggie Jackson. Patrick Beverly isn't there, though, so I guess Patrick Beverly would start if he was there. Montrezl Harrell didn't, wasn't there either. So it, it wasn't a full the full uh, Clippers team that we would see, but they still won the game nonetheless. Justin, I want to ask you and Schubert what y'all think about. Sorry, with you, Justin. What do you think of the Denver Nuggets team? They won 89-82. Should the Wizards be in the bubble? <laughs> Uh, so what I thought about the game is, you know, I like I like Bobo. Mm. No, that that was the main standout for me was him. Uh, I want to say he finished with a double double. Yeah, he had, okay. He had thirty two. He played thirty two minutes, sixteen points, and he had ten rebounds and and uh, but he did have five turnovers. But he had six blocks. It's interesting because out of all the teams. The Denver played their stars the most. They played Bobo 32 minutes. They played Jokic 26. They played Millsaps 24. And they played uh, Jeremy. Jeremy Gr- oh, well, that's because, okay, I'm seeing right now, they didn't, Will Barton didn't play, Torrey Craig didn't play, Jamal Murray didn't play, and Gary Harris didn't play, and Monte Morris didn't play. Oh, so their guards weren't there. Okay. 
But this show, if anything, for which y'all are telling me, Bo Bo needs to be in the lineup more, and they have a good young team. Bo Bo yeah. is to be good. I like him a lot. He's athletic, and he can play. And he's a stat. I mean, his stats were, his stats showed. You know, he had double-double six blocks. And he can play small forward. I think when they can phase out Paul Millsaps and run a lineup of Jokic, Bol Bol, and uh, my, uh, Michael Porter Jr. with with Barton and uh, uh, Morris. I mean, not Morris with Barton and Murray or Harry Harrison Murray. I think they're in the same ballpark as the Pelicans and the Mavericks with an uh, amazing young core going forward. They might have a better young team than the said Pelicans and Mavericks. If if Michael Porter Jr. could, you know... Become who, yeah. That, that can be a good young team on the rise. That's yeah, because they have three, like, Joe, Jokic, Bull Bull, and Michael Porter Jr. have potential to both be all three stars, whereas the Pelicans just have... Well, the Pelicans have Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Zion. Uh, yeah, I think that... But see, they also have Murray on that team, and Murray is the... Murray's the wild card that that makes me tip my favorite to Denver, but I still like the Pelicans' young core. And then Luka Doncic and Porzingis are are those dudes, of course. Schubert, what did you see from the Nuggets? Were you as ecstatic on Bull Bull as Justin? Yeah, I mean, I thought he played. He could, you know, bring the ball up the floor. He was a threat from like on fast breaks. You know, he was you he know very down the three. athletic and dynamic for his size. He, you know. He had a really good uh, IQ when he was out there. He knew where to be. He was you know, positioned really well from what I was seeing. He works really well with Jokic. Like their two-man game was really, you know, it was impressive at times. Like that they were just kept finding each other and two seven-footers just like out there playing against everyone else. It's going to um, be something to see, man, if they can. I think the Pelicans and them are trying to change some of the dynamic of basketball with the Pelicans playing – uh, Zion along with a uh, Nicolo Melli and a uh, or with a what's my guy's name my, uh, the the dunker the the Jackson Hayes playing these big lineups playing these tall lineups because if you look at it the Pelicans will run Lonzo who's six six Brandon Ingram who's six nine six ten, six ten on a good day uh, Zion who's six 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 seven uh, Jackson Hayes who's seven foot and then Drew Holiday who's like six five. That's a team with no one under 6'3". And I think the Nuggets are trying to do the same with Bol Bol being 7-foot, Jokic being 7-foot, Michael Porter being 6'8", 6'9", and then Gary Harris 6'5", and then Jamal Murray 6'3". It's it's small ball, but with long and tall athletic people. That's what what I'm seeing, the league trend. It's going to that positionless basketball where everybody is – between 6'5 and 6'10 and everybody can dribble the ball and everybody can shoot threes. Yeah, fast too. Like Everyone's fast too. They can go up in the five minute can run the floor. He, he can bring the ball down. I mean, and, and we saw that in, we saw that in high school because people called him baby K. People called him the new KD and like Bobo. I thought when he was drafted, he got drafted too low. And then, but when he started playing, he wasn't showing a lot of stuff, but now he's showing why he was t- uh, highly favored coming out of high school. So there is a baby there. Is, I mean, Bobo, he was good. I don't know if he was I, baby. He was, he was good. There's another baby KD. There's I know. Baby ex- coming up in Detroit. Ima- Imani Bates. Yeah, that dude is a baller. That's a baby KD. He is a super baller. 
All right, yeah. let's let's talk about the Sacramento Kings and the Miami Heat. Schubert was like, "Why do you want to watch this game?" And I was because I was, I want to see my boy, man. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh I'm a big fan of Duncan Robinson uh and Tyler Hero. Those are my guys. Tyler Hero had uh 15 points in 26 minutes. Jimmy Butler only played 11 minutes at nine points. Duncan Robinson had 18 points. Uh Kelly Olenek had 12. Andre Iguodala had 11. So he and he played uh 20 minutes. So Iguodala got some run. And Goran Dodgers played 11 minutes for 11 points. I think once Bam Adebayo starts playing and Kendrick Nunn starts playing, this Heat team's gonna be pretty damn good with Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, uh, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, Andre Iguodala, Bam Adebayo, and Kendrick Nunn. The fact that Dragic and Iguodala can actually play just shows how deep this Miami Heat team is. And it makes the East more interesting than people may have thought because now with the East having the Heat, with the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Raptors, and Oladipo said he's going to play now for the Pacers. The Pacers, having six teams that are damn good, only seven and eight kind of suck, it makes the East super, super exciting. Uh, Schubert, I'll start with you. What did you think of the Heat? Uh, with the Heat, I think what I learned the most about watching that game is that is that depth. Um, you know, the two names that you didn't mention that are, you know, notorious for being dogs in the playoffs are... Crowder and yep. Linux. Fact. So having them on your in your rotation on your bench is just another piece to be in, in an East where anything can happen with some of the, these series. So I think that they're as dangerous as anyone yep. to at least make a little bit of a run. I don't know if they beat the Bucks. I don't know if they have anyone that could really stop. Uh, Giannis. But see, the thing yeah, is, Giannis, but that's but, why they have Iguodala. But the thing is with the Heat to me is they don't have a star that's as talented as Giannis. Jimmy is the closest thing, but I like the team of the Heat more than the Bucks, and they can knock down shots. The question is, in the playoffs, can Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero show up? They're young guys, and, oh, and Kendrick Nunn. Can they show up? And is Bam Adebayo the real deal? Those are the questions with the Heat, and if those things happen and turn out to be true, the Heat, to me, are just as... Uh, they're. They're the second, they're the third or second best team. I like them more. I like the Celtics probably the most. And then if the Heat actually, these young guys are the real deal, I like the Heat more than the Bucks because they don't just rely on athleticism. They rely on skill and they rely on fundamentals. Justin, you're a big fundamentals guy. Am I tripping with my Heat take? Definitely not. And I think if the Heat, like you have said, they have shooting, uh, you need they have a lot of shooting. But and like and I, I think you know if they're playing their if they're playing their best basketball at the right at, at the right time they could shock some people because they have shooting they have Jimmy Def- Butler defense defense also they have an inside out game with Jimmy Butler he could post up from the inside uh, he can they have knock it down and you got Bam who's a who's an all star defensive presence and who can also be offensive presence too. And you so, got a former finals MVP in Iggy. I think people sleeping on the fact Iggy's there. Iggy's just, Iggy's not there for those eight games. Iggy's there for the playoffs when they need someone to go on Giannis or they need someone to go on Ben Simmons or they need someone to, right. to go on Jason Tatum and just not necessarily stop them from getting their points, but it's the fourth quarter and there's like four possessions left. Iggy's going to come in and play lockdown defense. And then with Jimmy having those two dudes playing lockdown defense, 
it makes the heat more deadly. And in this situation of it's an AAU style tournament and there's only a certain amount of games, the fact that they're young adds to the fact of they have young legs, they can go. This in this this new style of how the bubble is going to work kind of favors youth, but favors having the right veterans on your team. And I think the Heat is that perfect combination. They have a good coach, too. That's another thing. They have that spurs as system where you look at a guy like Kendrick Nunn. They bring in Nunn. They bring in Duncan Robinson. They bring in Tyler Hero into their system, and they're getting guys that fit. They have their star in Jimmy. They have a, They got their Adebayo to become an all-star. They just have a great system with Spolstra and everything going on and Pat Riley over there. I'm really, really impressed with the Heat. And I look, when it comes to the East, I'm telling you, I think I have the Celtics one, and I, I, I'm going to give the Bucks two just because of I have to honor the fact that they did so good in the regular season. But the Heat is my third-ranked team in the East, and I, and I kind of want to put the Heat over the Bucks. How do y'all have the East shaping out real quick? I'll start with you, Justin. Who, who would be your top five seeds in terms of who you think are the best? Top five seeds, I would have to say, I have to say the Celtics. I would say the the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, the Sixers, and then the Raptors. See, I I go Celtics, Bucks, Heat right on their ass. And depending on how I see these games play in these eight games, the Heat will be ranked above them. But I go Celtics, Bucks, Heat, Raptors, Sixers, just because I think the Raptors are have that where they have a very team very a, a very high chemistry of a team yeah. and a very high basketball IQ and they play very good defense and they have one of the best coaches in the league with Nick Nurse I think even though they don't have a star they have enough firepower and enough depth to help them win games Schubert how would you rank the east in terms of your who do you think are the best my big question though is because they keep tempting us is El- Oladipo going to play or not and they said he is. He said he is. And to me, the Pacers are a damn good team if Oladipo well, plays. Because like, if Oladipo plays, for me, it's uh, Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Miami, Toronto, Indiana. Yeah, over the Sixers, I'm with you yeah. on that. I'm, I'm, but it just depends on, is Oladipo healthy and does he play? Because yeah. I think the Sixers need to break up Ben Simmons and Embiid. I, I do. It's time. Well, who needs to go? Ooh, I think that, Embiid needs to go. Yeah. It's hard to break them up, man, because, like, they're just two, like, very good talents. They are, but if I'm... Oh, man. It if, really is. If I am the 76ers, I look to make a trade for Devin Booker. I look to see if, if you could get Embiid to the, to the Suns and try to get Aiden somewhere else, try to get a three-person team with that. I'm trying to... See, I don't want to see Embiid get done like that, though. I want to see him go to a quality. Like, I mean, he's still in Philly, but I don't want to see him get get get. I'm not trying to say you know Phoenix is. is, is but I know what you're saying. You you don't want him to go there. You want him to go somewhere good. Yeah, Saga. You know, but who would they get back? Zach Levine. I would accept that. That oh yeah. Would. That would be solid for uh for Philly. Some people say that's a downgrade, but if I'm Philly, I'm trying I to get. I, you yeah, know what? I mean, you, actually, you know what would be the perfect place for Embiid and just because of how good they say this person's going to come back when he's healthy, Washington. It works for all players involved. Give John Wall a big man like Embiid's character, and then you have a great two-man game with Wall and Embiid, and give Simmons a shooter and somebody that can score amazingly in Bradley Beal, 
and watch watch Beal, Tobias Harris, and and Simmons go to work, and then Embiid and Wall for Bradley Beal, huh? They're not not trading Bradley Beal. But I'm just if, if I'm just saying that Bradley Beal's not happy. And then if you want to if you want to get somewhere get him happy, and you want a star that would love to play with Wall, Embiid works, man. It, it's a better Demarcus Cousins. And we know how John Wall plays when he has a big man. I don't know about that because, because of like you know the injuries. The player who likes to drive to the basket, and be it's a big man, so it could like mess up the, you know, clog up the. But lane. the pick and rolls, man, the pick and the pick and rolls, the lobs, the the pick and pops. I think that would be. Look, I, I'm a I'm a fan of that. Let's get to what, the. What about this, Andrew Wiggins and a top three pick? Oh, to the to the uh to Golden State. Yeah. No, that's he's just trying to make Golden State popping. Hell no. If I'm, if hey, I'm, but you know, w- w- how good would the Sixers be if they picked up Lamelo? Ooh, with with Ben Simmons, I kind of like it. I kind of like it because because then Ben Simmons could play power forward, which he said he's down to play. You play Tobias at small, and then you have a, a guard who can who can dominate with Lamelo. I don't know. It, it's interesting to see. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, look. Oh, one thing. I think they should like try to build the Sixers more like the Bucks. Mm. Like, because I, I feel like, um, I feel like Ben Simmons' style of play is more like Giannis. Well, if that's the case, then you got to get rid of Embiid because yeah, get rid of Embiid because you need someone like a, a Chris Middleton to come in and be that second guy, and that's why to me Bradley Beal just. It makes the most sense, and it, it works where Embiid in, can stay in the East. He can have a good guy like Wall. There's no other place where I think it would work out well because him going to the Suns, you would have to try to get rid of eight and two, and that's just a, that's just a lot of shit to get done. I, I, I wouldn't want him to go to the Pels. I wouldn't want him. Maybe the, Rock, the Rockets, if you want to trade Westbrook and you think uh, a Westbrook in uh, – this is more Bella. so for this is more so for uh, Embiid. If you think Harden and Embiid is a better duo than Harden and Westbrook, maybe go there. But that's against D'Antoni's whole system. So I don't know the Raptors. But who do you who do you get Philly from the Raptors? Because I don't want Kyle Lowry. I want Pascal Siakam or nobody. And I don't think Pascal him and him and Ben Simmons are too similar. I think he has. Uh, I don't know his. I don't know his his his. I don't know his contract. Uh, Sim. I mean. I'm, Sims and Beads contract, but I think like the best way for him to go to a, a, like another team is through free agency. I mm, wait, free- I just got a good one. If I'm the Celtics, do you trade Jalen Brown in another piece for Embiid? I don't. Or does that or does that mess up your team? No, it's not bad, but only because of injuries. Okay, all if right. Now, if I- you're that's that's a possibility because then you get Jalen Brown in some picks, and then I like the, I like Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. That's a solid team, and or you could do Kimba if you're the and you put Kimba in and Ben, whichever one would make the Celtics work. But I think Tatum and and Embiid wouldn't be a bad because because Tatum can actually shoot the ball and and space the it's floor. Yeah, it'd be a, uh, yeah, and they they they, they yeah that that'd be a good fit because they also need a big man like they they are, yeah be- they need one that's what that's what I'm saying so but all right let's get our West rankings before our top our discussion topic this week Justin rank your West teams give us your top top seeds well actually you got to go one through eight of the West give me your rankings 
uh, one through eight. Okay, I have the Lakers first, um, the Clippers, the Nuggets. Uh, I have I don't have it uh, written down. It's kind of uh, oh yeah, you can just spitballing. I I know it's all good. But I'll go yeah, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Jazz, Mavericks, Thunder. Who's that eighth? And this Pell. is in terms of skill. Pels, 100. I one feel you. Point. All right, Schubert, give us your top West teams. Uh, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Rockets, um, Thunder, Mavericks, Jazz, Pelicans. All right, I go Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Rockets. Actually, I go Clippers, Lakers, Rockets, Nuggets, Mavericks, Thunder, Jazz, Pelicans, because the Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell beef is real. Rudy Gobert wanted to tweet that, oh, it's just opinions, it's just opinions. Nah, that beef is real, and Donovan Mitchell does not want to be in Utah. Donovan Mitchell wants to leave. There's rumors that he might go to the Knicks because <laughs> him and Leon Rose are cool. That's actually a big possibility. Schubert, I don't want to get your hopes up because y'all think y'all are going to get every free agent, but who would you I, rather, Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker? Because both have rumors that they want to both go there. Devin Booker. Devin Booker? Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I, watch. The Jazz are going to lose that first game right off the bat to the Pelicans. To the Pelicans, yeah, it's happening. Without Zion. Yeah, no, they're going to lose. I, th- I think I hope Zion's going to be there. But I think they're going to lose either way because they don't – their chemistry is bad. There's no Bogdanovich there. Guy that they got to be to have to run uh, – Conley, Donovan, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. That lineup is dead. Bogdanovich isn't there, and we don't know how good Mike Conley is. He hasn't been playing like he's like how he's supposed to. So we'll see how it goes. That's why I have the Jazz ranked seventh. And to me, the Rockets are ready to go. They're the third best team in the West to me. I got the Nuggets fourth. I got the Mavericks fifth. I would have the Mavericks over the Nuggets, but I got to see how they play. And that goes into our topic this week. Who are the top five NBA players in the league right now. Top five, let's go. We can all agree that number one is LeBron James. Can we not? Yeah. Yeah, LeBron number one. Is Kawhi Leonard number two? I got me, yeah. For me as well. Okay. Who is number three for you, Justin? I got Giannis. Who's number three for you, Schubert? Giannis. Giannis is number three for me as well. Who is number four? James Harden. Who's number four for you, Schubert? James Harden. James Harden? All right. I have James Harden number four as well. Who's number five for you, Schubert? I mean, uh, Justin? Uh, I got Dane Lillard. Ooh, this is why we disagree. Who you got, Schubert? Yeah. I already knew the the fifth one's going to be different for everyone. I got Kemba Walker. Do you really? Number five. Yeah. Number five, best player in the league? Best player in the playoffs this year. Right now? So best player playing? Kimba Walker number five? I I I think that like that's the whole reason I think the Celtics are gonna over uh, Jason Tatum? Go, I'm I think the Celtics are going to the the whole, whole through the Finals. whole thing based upon Kemba Walker balling out every night. You're real. You that's a that's an interesting take. I got Luka Doncic number five. Uh, 
I'm going to argue against both of you. Number one, I think Anthony Davis is better than Kimball Walker Schubert, and that's that's crazy. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I think actually, I, we, I can see to that. Yeah, all right, okay. All right, and, and then, Justin, to me, Luka Doncic has shown that he is just amazing. He 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 has the one of the best seasons a 20-year-old has had. He's 28, 9, and 9. I think what he's going to do with Kristaps Porzingis is going to lead this team through the playoffs. I would have Anthony Davis 6 and then have Dame Lillard 7. I think Dame Lillard is good. I just don't think he's better than AD or Luka Doncic. Yeah, I mean, he is having a, a great season, though. Luca 29, I mean, 28, 9, and 9. The only other 20-year-olds who had a season like this is Magic Johnson and LeBron. Yeah, he. I mean, I, that, that that's a good point. That is a good point. But Lillard ha, Lillard's have, having a great season, too. I don't think Lillard's going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I don't think, especially after you told me the after you had schedule. Like, I don't think they will either. Y'all let us know who you think are the top five players in the NBA right now. Who is number five? Is it Dame Lillard? Is it Kimball Walker? Or is it Luka Doncic? Or are we crazy? Is Anthony Davis number five? Actually, number five is Luka. I like, Ooh, I like okay. Five. Are you are you changing as well, Schubert? Yeah, I'll switch to Anthony Davis because that makes more sense. Okay, let should Anthony is Anthony Davis the number fifth best player in the league? Anthony Davis is one of the most talented, just like, but I just feel like what Luka Doncic is required to do every night is higher than what Anthony Davis is required to do. And Anthony Davis, we have seen when he is in the Luka Doncic position, can't do that. He just can't. And for Luka to be able to do that, it's only a certain amount of guys who can lead their, their team to the playoffs and dominate. So that's why I got Luca five to me. Never mind. I have un, until Luca proves me, shows me something in in the playoffs. Even though Dame got shut, shut. Even though Dame, and got I'm about to say Giannis ain't show us nothing either. I mean, he's been to the Eastern Conference Finals. Though. I mean, he he's been to. to he's uh, been well, to- who you gonna put in there? Because Anthony Davis has not shown us shit in the playoffs. I'm playing number five. You got him at five. I don't even know. I have Dame at number five. Oh, you still got Dame. Okay. Lucas shows me something in, in the playoff. Dame has had some playoff moments. All right. So, but see, but moments. my thing is, Dame not going to even make the playoffs. So how we got him top five? He, if he, he, if you he's know what? top. I switch. I got, I got, I got Jokic now. You got, you on Jokic? Bro, you should, you got to just stick with somebody, bro. You just change it. You just clown and tr- you just trolling over there. But Schubert, to me, it, I mean, no, Justin, to me, if you're a top five player, you, you should be able to make the playoffs. All the other five going to make the playoffs. Dame not doing that. Now, if Dame make the playoffs, he's he a top five player. I'll concede that. Dame has had great season. He's on the 2K cover for a reason. Bro, no, he All not. Right. He know he not. They, they would have put reason. They should have put All Luca right. or, or Jason Tatum over, over, over Dame. They're just doing that because Dame Dame has a rap group, uh fan base that he'll bring there. They, that, they're just trying to be uh popular. But to, exactly. to me, to me, it's like if you're a top five player, you can dominate in the play. I don't even think. Dame is the best point guard in the playoffs. Nah, what you got to say about I don't think he's the best point guard in the playoffs. Who is? It's either James Harden or Chris Paul. If it's James, okay, if it's... If you're counting James Harden as a point guard. All right, if I, if I can't count James Harden, Chris Paul. 
Yeah. Chris um, Paul led a team that people thought were going to be a lottery team to the playoffs, and they're playing amazing basketball because of Chris Paul. Chris Paul has made Shea Gilgis Alexander into an amazing second player. Like, Shea Gilgis had talent, but Chris Paul elevated and showed him how to be a winner. Shea Gilgis Alexander's balling they're out scary. right now. They're, they're, they're scary. They're a team that can make noise, man, with Shea, uh, Chris Paul, and, uh, and Steven Adams. What? And, and if Danilo Gallinari's playing, y'all better watch it. Well, y'all better watch out. Danilo Gallinari is a baller. Well, that's what, yeah, I mean, like, if the Thunder can fall and play a team like the Nuggets in it's, the first the, round, the Nuggets I think they will win. lose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I would still probably pick the Nuggets, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunder stole that series. Huh, that and and that's why I have the Thunder ranked above the Jazz. I only have the Nuggets ranked higher than them just because of the Nuggets potential, but in terms of what teams can do if the Thunder gets if the Thunder hit a hit a roll, like they're going to be pretty damn good. Like they have Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, uh, and Danilo is a guy who when healthy can get his own shot, create his own shot and shoot off the dribble. So he's a guy that people need to watch out for. Chris Paul, so that's three people, and then uh, and then uh, Stephen Adams, and then having Dennis Schroeder off the bench. The problem with the Thunder is they don't have enough depth because they go Shea, Danilo, Chris Paul, Stephen Adams, and then Schroeder. That's six. I guess you'll play Nerlens Noel seven. And then what? I I hate saying Andre Roberson's name. I'd rather say Terrence Ferguson over him. Hey, I was watching an old playoff film of him, and he 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 played some D. Roberson can play defense, but his offense—he's an offensive liability. I mean, yeah. no, yeah, he's an offensive liability. People don't guard him; like it's embarrassing. That's to me, Justin. That's the problem with the Thunder. They don't have enough depth at all. Because they got Hamadou Diallo, Darius Baisley. Like, they got people you don't know, like Abdel Nader, Mike Muscala, Devin Hall, uh, Isaiah Roby. These are just guys. They're not real role players. But, I mean, we always – I mean, I I feel like a lot of people didn't even expect them to even be in the playoff run. That's what I'm saying. That's why I got to say Chris Paul's playing amazing. So, yeah, I think them just being in the playoffs is, you know – It's huge. But – that whole playoff thing, you know, the them not the Blazers not being in the playoffs, that's really hurting Dan's rep of being a top five player. But his skill level is just so elite, man. Like he's just he so talented. He's the elite player. He is, but it's just his team's not in the playoffs. So it's kind of hard to put him at that top five. But just because off of a skilled player, like I'm a and Luca's a very skilled player. I'm still putting Damon at five. All right, that's okay. I'm not mad at it. Like, I got Luka and Dame has cool shoes. Luka is in the MVP race for a reason, and Luka Doncic is him, Jason Tatum, and Zion Williamson are the future of the NBA. Those are the next three best oh, players of the league. Very young. You forgot. You, you forgot. Got uh, to me, it go, look, look. Let me rank. We can rank young players next week, but I go Luka number Luka. See, I, 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 they're interchangeable because I think they're all great. Luca, Zion, and Tatum are tier one. Tier two, that's where I put Trey Young with maybe like a, a Bull Bull, a DeAndre Ayton. What? Some of these other guys. Bull Bull and DeAndre Ayton. All right, well, not Bull Bull. All right, I got, I, got, I got him with like Pascal Siakam, like those dudes who are on the, on the cusp. 
I mean, I think, you know, we got a lot to see in these playoffs, you know, like, you know, Luca can really make a big name for himself. Same with Zion. Because, I mean, if Zion doesn't play a lot of these games, then I don't know how you can put Zion in that conversation, especially if, like, someone like John Morant, you know, puts his team in the playoffs or something like that, you know. Or if Brandon Ingram puts it, puts him in the playoffs, then Brandon has to be in that conversation. Yeah, but I mean, he's a little older than the guys we're talking about. I mean, shit, Brandon's the same. He's like, what, a year? What, th- three years older than Zion? He, yeah, and he, he's, he's a, a he's so yeah, young. Brandon's still like 21. Oh, or he's 22. still a young player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Brandon, Brandon can be in that conversation. And then if Lonzo balls out, Lonzo in that conversation. <laughs> Y'all know I always like my boy Zoe in, in the mix. Yeah, Zoe, is, yeah. Zoe is a baller. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe is the future, one of the future best point guards in this league. Zoe's yeah. going to be that best player on the team that doesn't make the all-star game. Like he's going to be like, it's going to be Zion, B.I., and then like Lonzo won't make the all-star team, but everyone knows that he's good. Yeah, probably so. But yeah, Brandon Ingram's 22. He got a lot of time left. But Justin, real quick, before we get out of here, I wanted to ask you, because Schubert wanted to talk about this last week. Schubert, ask him the question about high school that you wanted to discuss. Oh, yeah. I was want- wanting to know, like, if um, if COVID knocks out high school basketball or, you know, because I was talking in relation to football and the recruiting and stuff like that. But if, like, COVID wipes out a lot of college basketball, what would recruiting be like? Or is a lot of these guys starting to forego and just do the G league thing. And this may be a way to streamline that. Yeah. How, do, how is high school basketball? How does not playing high school basketball affect college basketball this upcoming season? I mean, I think uh, it affects it a lot because I mean, you won't see, see, you won't see the players play. And I think, I think like that, that's the hardest thing is, you know, guys who's going into their senior year, or just college coaches who are expecting to, to, to see a player play this upcoming season, they probably won't be able to see them play. Now they can still see them play. I, I, I don't think that I don't think that the, that the season is canceled, and I think that it's going to eventually start up. Like as we, we can see the NBA, but they have the whole bubble thing. So yeah, I, think, I don't I don't know if high school basketball yeah, happening. Yeah, but I think like they'll find a way to make it happen. You know, it's just hard because it's high school. It's 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 kids. If college uh, doesn't play, high school definitely not playing. Yeah, and yeah, but I, I I really think that they'll find a way to play sports. I okay. really like. I really think they'll they'll find a way. And I know it's, it's kind of hard to see that right now. But you just but you 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 don't see a world where they don't play. Like they're forcing school. Like I, like like they they're trying to force school. So I think if they're gonna force school, then they're gonna probably force sports because a lot that of kids, true. You, know, you gotta play sports. And my, my thing is, if you make them go to school, we'll stop, like, why, why not make them play sports? They're already around yeah. everybody. Also, also, AAU's going on right now. That is true. That okay, is, that's fair. If AAU's, go, if AAU's happening, then why can't high school... And, and I've seen a lot of coaches who coach AAU teams who aren't letting their AAU teams play be upset. They're like, they're upset at these AAU coaches because they think they're risking these kids' lives, which, I mean, they kind of are. Yo, yeah, yeah, definitely. But to say that, like, they're actually playing, though. Yeah. Like, in, like Texas, like, they're doing AAU right, right now. No, that is a fact. <laughs> I think this affects seniors, people going into their senior year who might not have been on a college radar, who may have been on some D2, lower D1 programs, or maybe not even at all, who want, needed their senior year to maybe show, like, yo, I'm talented. Because we always hear those stories of, kids who didn't come on until their junior, senior year and then get recruited by a smaller D1 school who then blow up and become NBA players, you know, just have that yeah. moment to go to college. And I think this my, my affects thought, them a lot. 
I thought it may just be pertain more to the whole football thing, but you know, I think it's just going to be a very regional regional. Like I think a lot of, we're not going to see California kids no. you know, go to Duke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, it's going to be good for state schools to be able to, the South is going to play. Well, yeah, but I'm, yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying like, I think it's going to be a good opportunity for like, the schools that usually don't get the big recruits to steal one because the other schools won't be looking at him or they don't know him as well because they didn't watch him when he was a sophomore or something like that. Yeah. Like California, like USC can keep makes maybe keep their talent in, in California now instead of having yeah. some of these other, other programs go over there and see and who might miss out. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Regional like it's going to be Texas. Maybe will keep the Texas kids. Well, Louis LSU and Bama will go there, but you, you get the, you get the gist. The Southern kids will stay in the South. The Eastern and Western kids will stay in their distinctive areas. But that's all we got today, man. Y'all let us know if, if y'all think Schubert or Justin's top five is crazy. Schubert went from Kimball Walker to Anthony Davis to Jokic, and then Justin got Dame Lillard. I got Luka Doncic, the right answer. Justin, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. It was a good answer. But, yeah, my handle name is Justin Batiste at 22. I'm on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Lyndon's favorite. Uh, That's app. not my favorite, bro. That's <laughs> your favorite. You clowning. Yeah. Also, my uh, blog site, TrajanLadies.com. Y'all make sure y'all go check it out. Because there's no college basketball, at least now, Justin is letting y'all know who to look for for the NBA draft. And that's literally keeping me understanding who these players are. Y'all go check out TrajanLadies.com because it's super necessary in times like these. Schubert, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hshubert14. And we got the bros who binge out right now with yep. the Palm Springs review. Super dope movie. Y'all check out yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah. And, um, and, then, and the Avatar review. And Avatar. And this week we'll maybe do Doom Patrol. I don't know. Maybe so. I, I'm trying to get you to do Guns Akimbo. I watched that movie. Oh, pretty- yeah. Guns Akimbo is what you want me to watch. That's <laughs> it right. was, you said it was trash, but uh, it, it was pretty well, good. That's just what I've heard that is trash. But we have big Star Wars news to talk about, about our boy Donald Glover. And, and there's a lot of Are We Sure's and Guns Akimbo. So that's why I think it'd be okay. funny to review. I think you'd enjoy it, though. Cool. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, check, we'll maybe review that, but we still got to talk off air. But you guys, be sure to follow me at LinBWT. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. If, if you haven't checked out the most recent episode of Anime Talk, do that now. Also, follow us on Twitch, Bros Who Think on Twitch. We're doing it. We're twitching, live streaming. We're going to be live streaming video games. I'll be live streaming for the PlayStation. Schubert, will be, Schubert and Doom will have the Xbox on lock. Chris will be doing for the Switch. So y'all come check us out. And if any rapper... Uh, creative or anybody out there want to get smoking 2k on playstation 4 your boy got you no <laughs> justin is trash justin has lost every time to me in 2k and we can stream play me again. look we'll sh- again. what's up we'll play tomorrow stream a match by the time the people hear this we'll play it we'll play when the people hear this what's up what's up i'm gonna text you that's happening because this nigga think he good this nigga is trash. All right, but uh, like I said, y'all make sure y'all follow us, subscribe on YouTube, and follow us on uh, s- s- Twitter, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you follow us at. But for Doom, for Brooklyn, for Justin, for Schubert, my name is Lennon. Y'all be sure to have a great weekend. Wear your mask, be safe, have a good one, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Until then, peace! She was drinking the wine. <laughs> on to the next, on, on to the next one. Bitches like to talk shit, I don't like to text none. Nigga had to double up, trying to be number one. Falling like a one and done, can't just like Jordan one.
Living with no limits, riding with no ceiling, got a heart with no feelings. Hey, hey, mind on my money, money on my mind, cause you know that I like it that way. I just need my crib with my balls on bed, but I can't have it my way. Living with no limits, riding with no ceiling, got a heart with no feeling. Hey, hey, on to the next, on, on to the next one. Bitches like to talk shit, I don't like to text none Nigga had to double up, yeah. tryna be number one yeah. Falling like a one and done, yeah. and just like Jordan one I got a digital dash, yeah I got it on smash Jimmy Neutron, boy genius, I got a blast I can never take lies, either your first or your last Ricky Bobby told me that